This episode is brought to you by TwoLinedMusicCutStore.com. TwoLinedMusicCutStore.com is your all access to culture. Check out cultural merchandise like leggings, hats, mini boxing gloves, and bags. Also, t shirts like hip hop, nature, rock bands, reggae, and dark fantasy. Fast shipping worldwide. That's TwoLinedMusicCutStore.com. Now, let's check out this episode. What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? This is Muscle, and this is another Two Line Music Huts Entertainment Report podcast. And today, we have a really special guest in the building. Listen, this man here, he's busy. He's a recording artist, a songwriter, a producer, an actor, and the CEO of Starstruck Records. You know we have in the building today? We have Esco the Shocker in the building today. What's going on, my brother? Manners and respect, my fam. You know what I mean? It's good to be here. We got to all the people listening. You know what I'm saying? We're there, man. I give thanks through the old times and stuff. It's been tricky, but, you know, we're giving thanks same way, my fam. Thank you so very much for catching up, catching up with us here on the Entertainment Report podcast today. Yeah, man, it's a pleasure, fam. It's a pleasure. I mean, I, I think we, we, we should have been, been linked up, like, from back in the day, you know what I mean, on some shows or something. You know that we're going to talk about that just now. But you see, on this program here, we like to go right from the beginning and then bring it right up to 2021. So my first question for you is this. Where did you grow up in Jamaica and what type of child were you? I mean, I grew up in Kingston. You know what I mean? We started from, I would say, middle class. You know what I mean? Um, um, my father died early, so I was raised by my mom and my stepmom. My father was a radio disc jack, Errol Thompson. Mm-hmm. Um, my real mom is Marlene Abdul, and my stepmom is Marcia Griffith. So, um, you know, still blessed through life, bro. I mean, I can't complain. Um, raised by two wonderful women, and you know, the fact that they were able to make me and my brothers link up and you know, travel and tour with Sister Marcia and stuff. It was wonderful. And that's kind of where I got my first musical influence too. Proper. And as a child, what type of child were you growing up? Um, I was actually a sports junkie and I was a bit of a nerd to family. <laughs> it's crazy because, um, yeah, um, I used to be into sports. I played a lot of basketball. I went to Campion College and I went over to LSU to do a bit of college and thing, play some ball there. And then I got homesick. Mm-hmm. You get me? So I had to come, you know, I came back home, got into sound business. You know what I'm saying? From there, I met left side. I mean, I had known, with families had known each other and stuff. So, you know what I mean? It's really, uh, everything kind of happened natural. And, but I, I really changed from a, a sports junkie and a nerd to, you know, I'm a, a musician and where I'm at, where I'm at now, an artist and producer. All right. And I know you said you're a sports junkie. So growing <laughs> up, did you think you were going to be into sports or what did you think you were going to be when you grew up? Bro, I was pretty good. You know what I'm saying? I made all the national teams. That's why I went overseas to play some ball. I mean, it's a different market over there. You know what I'm saying? Ball and stuff. And, you know, I really thought I could make it to, you know, maybe the NBA or something like that. I mean, once I think once you have a star mentality, it goes a long way. It's not really about your physical skill. It's a lot about mental. It's about package. It's about marketing. It's about, you know, your ethic, your work ethic. So... I thought I could have made it big, you know what I mean? I mean, I feel like I can make it big anywhere I go, bro. If I was a gardener, I'd be the biggest gardener, one of. <laughs> <laughs> I could see that in your attitude because that's why you do so many things. Because in your the confidence you have in yourself, it's like, boss, you're unstoppable. You could do anything you want. 
Yeah, man, I appreciate that, bro. It's just, you know, it's that Jamaican thing, it's that dancehall thing that is, is that, you know, you get that from training out here on the battlefield. And of course, in somewhere like Louisiana, Louisiana State, when, you, when you're vying for a space on a basketball team, it's similar to the pressure that you face in a dancehall. For sure, I got that 100%. So now, after sports, when did music actually take hold of you? When you said, okay, I want to go down this path here? Well, on campus, I became a big DJ. So, you know, I became a popular DJ at home and a popular DJ on the LSU campus. So, you know, that's kind of where I realized, like, hey, you know, before I even finish this education or even get on this basketball team, I'm already, like, hot in this area. And I, I felt at home with it, you know. It felt natural. I don't know if that's from my father's lineage, who, you know, as a radio district played and, you know, emceed and stuff. But, yeah, it felt natural. So I went home one summer farm and I never went back. <laughs> just like that and even with with your father now et did you how well did you know him growing up i didn't know him much i had to look at um pictures and um watch film and you know excerpts from cassettes and stuff like that if, if anybody remember what a cassette is mm -hmm. of course i just seen one yesterday as a matter of fact yeah, yeah, I can't believe cassette is like a is like a um, a souvenir now, like a museum artifact. Crazy, and that used to be something that you would have every single solitary day. For sure, you know what I mean. Okay, so then you think your DJing was something that was in your heart, something that your father put in you because that's who he was from jump. Yeah, I think that that had a lot to do with the the, the feeling at home part. From an influence perspective, um, you know, there was people like Juxi Killer, there was people like Tony Mataran from King Addis, there was people like, you know, Delano, you know what I mean, mm -hmm. who influenced us and made us feel, you know, excited about the craft of being a soundman, especially not coming from the inner city. Mm -hmm. All right. Yeah, because you're more like on the uptown side and the uptown side was... It wasn't really the place where you'd see a lot of sounds or DJs in hardcore dances, but you guys had your own scene happening up there at the same time. Right. And I feel like I've always been a broad character in terms of diaspora and, and you know what I mean? And class is like, we mix with anybody, we'll vibe with anybody, uptown, downtown, roundtown, international. <clears throat> it's like, you know, we know how to relate and, and, and change lingo and, and Right, so I'm, I'm saying, you know, we know how to mix and ingratiate ourselves with different kind of people, so it's always good. Definitely, I get that. So even now, when you said DJ, what type of music were you playing when you were in the States at that time there? Um, It was the same dancehall and reggae with Aliko Soka, you know what I mean? Of course, in Jamaica, we're trained to be very versatile with, with genres, so in the club there, I was able to play some hip-hop, some dance, some soca, some dancehalls, you know what I mean? Like Afro at the time, some early Afro, because the guy who owned the club was from Nigeria, Olu. So, you know what I mean, bro? I, got, I, was, I was on the training ground. I did it all. That was my early training days. I got you. How did you get your name, Esco? Well, um, early in my, in my college career, um, I was a huge Nas fan. I used to walk around campus listening to Nas all day, every day, rapping Nas. And then, <laughs> you know, when I went to Jamaica and I met up with left side and we were in the, Bur the office of Sharon Burke, we got to Sharon Burke all day, every day. You know, um, we're in an office and we're choosing names and, you know, Nas be my favorite rapper. And I was always singing that stuff. 
people was just like, yo, why don't call yourself Nas? And I was like, yo, I'm not name myself off another artist, but you know, mm-hmm. Nas have a nickname. Maybe I'll work with his nickname. So, you know, from Escobar come Esco. That's how you got it. Wicked, wicked right there. And even that, since you brought up his name, how did you connect with how did you connect with Left Side when you came back to Jamaica? Um, actually, we, through family linkage, of course, once I got into the sound system business, I realized he was in the sound system business as well. So we started um, linking up, you know, and remixes, and, you know, I would invite him to come and play Uptown, where my son was hosting most times. And we just, you know, kind of grew a, a kinship and a common goal and, of course, a friendship from them time there. And then I actually went to college. So while I was away, you know, me and the dog is still a link in terms of music and thing. So that was part of the reason I actually decided to leave college because he was like, yo, bro, you need to, you know, come back me and you do this thing because, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, college Ray and Tay, but, you know, it's like we're really hot now and we can do it now. So, you know. I, I, I agreed with him, and at the time, of course, I was already homesick by being away from, from my home for two years, so I welcomed the opportunity to come back, and, and here I am. Right there. And what year did you guys actually connect and start Left Side in Esco? Um, in the preliminary stage, it was about the year 2000, 2001. Mm-hmm. Um, we really broke onto the scene yeah, about 2001, I would say. And then from there, we played all the biggest dances and things. The Stings, the Sunfest, the Rast, the Fully Loaded, the Reloaded, the, you name it. And then we got our first breakout song in 2006, five. <laughs> yeah. Somewhere around there. For sure. No, I want to go through your DJ career because you have so many different facets. I want them to actually understand who Esco is because you do so many different things. You understand? Yeah, so, no, okay, I, now, appreciate mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. I appreciate that, my bro. I appreciate that because um, there was no YouTube back then. There was no gram. You feel me? So it's like a lot of people don't even understand. So, you know, we're graduates from the school. You know, big up all selector, big up all, you know. MC, we graduated from that school to um from Sweet Sixteens, come up to you know all these free dates, office parties, you know birthday parties, um you know begging dub plate, khaki suit, dunga arrows, around a dub factory, on a sapphire, you know what I'm saying? We did it all, bro. You know we at the streets, we play early warms, my ride pan truck go our country, <coughs> you know. I mean, yeah, I, I mean, you know, people, people. I, mean, I really appreciate you asking this question, fam, because people never understand the the, the, the the collegiate training we got you on every level of music, you see? For sure. Okay, so even with um playing out and stuff like that, tell me, do you remember your first night on something like a fully loaded? Oh, yeah, man. I mean, it's crazy. I mean, the nerves is crazy. Fully loaded, they're talking about... 25,000, 30,000 people on a beach, you know, fire attacks, gunshots. It's crazy, man. Um, we, You know, we started out early before, you know, you had two segments before the stage lights up and then when the stage lights up. So we started on the regular ground before the stage lights up in the earlies and then we made it to the stage and we ended up being top five. We usually come on right before DJ Khalid or right after DJ Khalid. That's how we actually met Khalid too, you know what I mean? Big up to Khalid. 
and been real to this day. It's like if you see you anywhere, it's like the same dude, you know. So yeah, man, we used to play right before Khalid, right after Khalid in the top five, and then watch Matarana and Links come on after that, and then the artists and stuff, man. So it was crazy. The adrenaline, you know, being on stage in front of so many people, it, it really trained me to be an artist. It really trained me for stage presence. It really trained me for the battlefield. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like performing with Shatter Fire and Fire Touch. I mean, the adrenaline and the, and the, and the atmosphere is nothing like it. And how did you guys used to prepare for something like a uh, fully loaded? Were you guys more dubs, remix, a combination of both? What was yeah, the we dubs and remixes? We're a combination of both. Um, we couldn't really get a lot of dub plays at first, so we used to, you know, strip acapellas and do creative stuff with it. You know, we got our first set of dub plays strength from Bone to Killer. Big up to Killer every time. You know, it got. Um, is the man that our general took her from every level, you know, and give her strength to, in music, you know, from people probably never know that so from selector days, you know what I'm saying? It's like, yeah, so big up to killer. Um, so yeah, we used to get some killer dub, and that's kind of what got us into the top five, too, you know, I mean, being able to maneuver them there, remix them there, and add our twists and stuff. So it was a, a combination of uniqueness dub and remix. Right there. And even the link with killer, how did you guys connect with killer in the first place? Um, it comes back around to Sharon Burke, you know, fam. That's why I'm always grateful and I'm big enough people because, you know what I mean, along the way, people, the various people inject um, their influence and their links towards you becoming who you are. So once you decided to become um, duo selectors as a part from being on a sound, syndicate sound, with um, Arif Cooper and Zachary Hardy, left side and I went into Sharon Burke's office to be managed and that's where we got our link to Bounty Killer because you know we're linking with Sharon now. She, she was like, Yo, you have to do something for my guys. <clears throat> so that's how we got our link with Killer run by Sharon Office. And you know, we kind of showed him the creative things that we're doing. He was hearing him vocal without giving it to us. You know what I mean? It's like, we ended up realizing, you know, it's like the first linkage was about how we got his vocal. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? To, you know what I mean? But at the end of the day, the double we're playing at the party get a big forward. So, you know, it's true, Sharon Burke, bro. Mm -hmm. Definitely. And I know you guys run like some early dream weekends and stuff like that too. How were those? Man, it's crazy. And I said, it's like I wish Cameron and YouTube and Graham did about them time there, man. We played on all those things from, from before Dream was Dream, from it was ATI. You know what I mean? We played on almost everything right across the island internationally. Mm -hmm. um, dream weekend is, you know, it was. A little bit even crazier back then because there was more anticipation there were less parties like that there was you know what i'm saying more of a uniqueness to it a newness so yeah them days it was crazy bro we did that and i mean those things were easy because we had a big reputation we were actually headliners on those events we had actually a billboard two years in a row it's like you know what i'm saying it's, as i said bro i appreciate if i even asking these questions that this is like history that if Somebody in attack it now or come out because it wasn't documented in terms of videography or anything like that. You understand there. And you brought up her name a couple times already. How did you guys connect with Miss Sharon Burke in the first place? Um of course through musical linkage, our parents and you know the elders them I'm sure Craig's dad, Sharon has done a lot for him too, you know what I mean, in terms of booking and whatever. 
Um, Sister Marcia is pretty good friends with Sharon Burke as well. I mean, we've been seeing Sharon from a young, you know. You just never kind of know what she do until you reach into the level and you go, okay, so she have the link, you know, or whatever. So it's it's really once, and I mean, hats off to Sharon. She's that kind of woman that, you know, she's on the lookout for the young kids of the young artists. She's look out on, always on the lookout for young talent, young people with a fresh look, fresh ideas. She, she also just helps a lot of people right throughout their career, just, you know, through association, pulling strings and stuff like that. So it was actually natural, fam. We were just, you know, kids of, of, of younger kids of stars and we're doing our thing, looking like we want to do music and we're making a mark. So got on her radar, saw her on a flight one day and she was like, yo, I hear about you guys and stuff, you know what I mean? I didn't know you guys were into that. Let's talk. You know what I mean? I used to make just like that what is your most memorable moment playing out as a selector or so uh <laughs> well it would be two to be honest with you um it would be um the first time a flop wicked yeah um we went to a dance in a country alongside Stone Love and I mean, I guess because, you know, people figured, you know, we are born good in a town and stuff like that and... <laughs> you know, oh my gosh, man, I look over the phone, bro, man, I tell you, it was hilarious. Every time I tried to like, you know, every time I revisit that dance, it was actually funny. So, we're there, we're out in some part of Clarendon, Stone Love and Jamrock with left side of Esco, you know what I mean? The town sensation, Ray, 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 so. Whether they play, bro, in the beginning, I mean, I tell you, say, it's like, a, it's like you take a picture of the party from. Stiff, still, nobody now move, you understand? And whether they may work, I mean, I work, I mean, I work, and, you know, we just never they relate the right way, my fam. And it's like, when we finish playing with last song and the play is silent, it's like a man screaming from the back, yo, no take no move my bumbo clock off of this. Oh, them town boy, yeah, man. <laughs> Loud, and it was like, you know, you, go, you never move it. You know, when the time just dropped silent, but you at the wrong moment. That was my wrong moment. Mm. So, you know, it was embarrassing and thing. And I remember Nico Bam Bam from Stone Love, him draw one side, and I said, yo, you know, you listen to no man in the tough. Big up to Nico and big up to all Stone Love members. Stone Love has been like an instrumental part of a career from something even till me artist too. Mm-hmm. So Nico jumped one side and said, bro, you know, when I go on good man, you don't, don't, don't watch the people them down here. It's a tough crowd. You know what I said? Me listen to them, go on good. Here we have to do. You have to just remember where they you have to remember who you play alongside. You understand? And remember, say, when I entertain a pick me and thing on the father and the mother, man, draw for some of the things they want to know in the musical depth. And don't afraid for Ray, man. Just make the people them understand, say, you know something. Don't just come for the year thing, you know? A dance. Mm-hmm. Which was the first time we are played at a dance dance. You understand which part? Souls are played till one o'clock in the morning. And, you understand? So when we come in with our little fresh little hip hop thing in the, in the early 1.30, people them are say, them not expect that none at all. Likewise, if you know the caliber of Sound Love and Jamrock, you know, say, I'm on in right, as they would have called it. So, mm-hmm. yeah, bro. And then from that, the memorable part of the story is we really, me and left side now, we really went out into the car under the embarrassment and we dip down into the record box and plan and pick out and sift through and come back in at about the 3.30 in the morning and really tear down the whole of Clarendon from this one, actually make a name the night, you know, so. 
the advice, the adversity, the flop, and of course the forward at the night made it one of the most memorable things, bro. And then of course, the first time we played top five on the fully loaded stage, big up to Sharon Burke again, big up to Bounty Killer, big up to everybody, big up to Colin, you know, big up to Jazzy T, them everybody. You know what I mean? Seal it, seal when the phone drop. <laughs> it's like, big up to them people because the moment I got the first big forward on the fully loaded stage, I'm a witness over 20,000 lighter and shot a fire and a whole heap of things. It's like, it was a moment of realization. It was a moment of confidence. It was a moment that made me feel belonging to music. It made me feel like, yo, all right, it was a good move for left college and come back now and come do the thing. You understand? Because it's like, I reach a pinnacle. I talk about an island-wide party where the best of the best of the best is on. Not only that, is the whole of the sound them on it. So it's like, you really got to show who you are. You really got to, you know, excite the fans and also what what you do have to be on full display and people have to like it so that moment really you know shift me in, in, entirely in music and made me realize say oh this is my day i feel got you did you guys ever actually clash um only jokingly i am the sound i was in before i was in left side high school was a clash sound so and of course i've been to many clashes over the years and listened to clash tapes and stuff so I clashed early in my career. I don't know. I don't think left side did any clashing, but we weren't a clash duo. When you say the song you ran before, what was the song you ran before? Well, I was in syndicate. We were both in syndicate, and before that, I was in a song called Dirty Dozen. Big up to corrupt Gavin, you know Bishop Janai. You know what I'm saying? Dirty Dozen was actually um, a derivative of Sean Paul and Dirty Cup them at the time. So we were like the younger youths, uh, you know what I mean? We, we were ingratiated from a whole heap of different angles, bro. You know what I mean? Like, at them time, before Sean Paul, it was really Sean Paul. I mean, he was big in Jamaica and like the, the, you know, the uptown scene and thing. But at them time, they, we were like the little youth them on the ground that always rated Sean, you know, coming from places like where we coming from and stuff. So we were out there playing his music too and stuff. And big up to Jeremy Harding, you know, that it was one of our early days mentor to through that whole dirty dozen dirty cup kind of linkage you know so it, it, i was over that side too bro you know what i mean i was over that side too i put in work too at the same time before i even made it to left side honest. crazy he brought up his name to dj khaled what was a young dj khaled like those times there because a lot of people <laughs> when you look on social media they think that khaled just became this person and they don't realize that he really has a real dance hall background what was he like back then Man, he was hungry. He was creative. He was, I mean, similar to now, man, good spirit. He got along with people. I don't think anybody can really say, you know, anything bad about Khalid, bro. He show love from day one. You know what I mean? He used to roll down the street with a little youth named Scary. God rest his soul in a scary past. But, you know, Khalid come down and show love to everybody. That's why Bounty Killer, the man, everybody, even us. Like, you know, not even say too much, but he was such a cool dude we had such a good relationship even from overseas it's like before even a big party like fully loaded we could talk about what what we're gonna play you know and like we know that he had stuff he wanted to play and his stuff that he you know we would deliberately not play that stuff 
you know what I'm saying? And he would like, if he's playing hip hop before us, he would like leave a couple of things for us too, you know what I'm saying? So he's always been a good dude, bro. You know what I mean? Where he's at now is deserving. 100% agree. Even when it came to production, were you guys still playing out when you guys started to produce or this came after? Um, we were playing out when we started to produce. Our first rhythm was a reggae rhythm though. And we weren't necessarily a reggae type selector. So, I mean, our roots and our, you know, our upbringing kind of influenced our production. But at the time where we were as like selectors and stuff, you know what I mean? That wasn't really the kind of thing that was being played, but it was still received at the fact that, hey, two selectors was doing some music and stuff. So um, at the time when we really started to produce, we, let me see, we started, we started really producing around 2003, maybe 2004, when we were like early 20s. And yeah, I think like, we played for a year while producing. Yeah, we played for a year while producing. But when we got tucky in your belly, we had cold cut decided to go for it. Mm -hmm. You understand? Stop play, believe in ourselves, produce and sing. Before we even get to tuck in your belly, because that, that's a real pivotal moment right there. Something, something like even... The reggae rhythm. Why did you guys decide to drop a reggae rhythm opposed to a dancehall rhythm at that time? Then? Well, as I was saying to you, you know, influence, you know, I mean, roots and and the people at that time, you know, they must say, you know, it's the master if it's the light boxes, you know, it's those kind of people. So, yeah, say, you know, mm -hmm. you do kind of what's true to you, what you've been seeing all your life. Um, so that's kind of how we got into our reggae beat at the end of the day. Craig was still a drummer. You know what I mean? We had also played a little bit in martial arts band. That's Wayne Marshall's band. <laughs> yeah, bro, the story. The story, um, the story. Let me tell you. Okay, so with the band, was this, was this when you guys were playing out or this was before you guys were playing out or during? It's while we were playing out. So this was during the transition, my fam. So while we were playing, we were doing some band stuff on the side. Mm -hmm. and some production on the side mm -hmm. before we started singing so um because we're doing mostly band stuff on radio you know i mean that's why our first rhythm was kind of reggae band based live based um but then you know we started traveling more artists Wayne marshall as i told you were in his band and then from there we started being more of a dancehall driven band so then what we played and what we went out and did in the band world kind of started fusing now. And then we said, hey, you know what, let's produce this. Since we're playing it, and now we're actually playing it in, uh, you know, for dancehall artists, like we'd get the opportunity to play. Be Marshall's band, we got the opportunity. Big up to Wayne Marshall, too. You know? That's not my bro, my bro here. You know what I mean? That's my bro. Like, bro, bro. Like, bro. Yeah. So. We got the opportunity to play for other big artists too, you know, during the whole Wayne Marshall, martial arts era. Serrani was in that band too. Okay, so who else was in this band? Because poor was in that band too. Left side was in the band, I was in the band as well. What instrument do you play? I played additional keyboards and samples. Serrani mm -hmm. was the main keyboardist, of course. Mm -hmm. Left side the drummer, Shia the bassist. 
This is wild. The fact that all four of you guys were in one band together? Yeah, man, that's it. Like, uh, you know what I mean? Shia Corey, you know, that's Junior Gang, musician, bassist, where it is, left side, and S come on, and started started band, and Wayne Marshall, it was a good time, it was a good movement, it, it, it helped shape and form a lot of our, you know, more of our confidence, and also our exposure to different forms and creations, and also exposure of music. And with the, did you guys only play for Wayne exclusively, or you guys were playing for other artists also? Well, Wayne at the time, you know what I mean? Wayne at the time was a, 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 a top-class artist, you know what I'm saying? So he was on all the top shows, and I mean, he's still a top-class artist, but you know what I mean in terms of heyday. Mm-hmm. You know, he was doing all the shows. Now he's a little more selective, like, them time them he's doing everything, Sting, Songfest, all, everything, you understand? So... Um, through him, we got the opportunity to play for other people. That's the first time we did play any backing music for Bounty Killer too. You know what I mean? So Killer was also surprised to buck us up back on the stage and play bands. <laughs> you know what I mean? This is, these are the things that also contribute to the ratings of Left Side of Esco and the respect. It's like you went everywhere and saw the man, them, I tried the thing and I do the thing on a high level. It's like you went to another one show, man, them, I play bands. You went to another one dance, man, them, I play sound. You go to another one studio, man, them, I build some really man, I try and make some song. You know what I'm saying? So it's like that's part of how, you know, even artists became to it became to a point of respect with regards to oh, what we were doing. Good to go. Even where did you guys travel outside of the country playing as a band? Um, everywhere. Um, well, no, as a band. Mm-hmm. As a band, we only been to the Caribbean a couple of times. Mm-hmm. Most of the bigger shows were local shows because at the end of the day, you see, that's the thing. When you form such a, a star-studded team like Marshall did in those times, you got schedules. You have two hot selectors. <laughs> you have two of the hottest young musicians. Them surrounding them and play the thing. Them for Renaissance rhythm. For the, you know, the whole Renaissance rhythm. Them Shire them and play. Dan them rhythm in the earlys. And, you know what I mean? And blocks them. And, you know what I mean? So it's like you talk about some, every man hungry and I look it and I do multiple things. So. We couldn't even really find time to say we have a trouble like that. Mm-hmm. That's that's wild. I'm telling you, we just got into the conversation and the direction that you keep going, it's like, how many things could we do? Like, I, like, I feel like the catacombs or something, or one of them caves or those tunnels are like one of those places where you go where everywhere you turn is like a different branch and tangent. I'm almost losing myself, to tell you the truth. You know what I mean? No pun intended, but it's like, even talking about it with you, bro, it's like I'm, like, I'm, I'm. Sometimes I'm like, wow, man, I live like two, three lifetimes already. You know what I mean? And I'm grateful to God for that. To fun, so you know, it's, 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 it's a joy. Because mm-hmm. I know when you guys formed, okay, even with the playing out, did you guys' music get stolen or something like that? Yeah, yeah. How, that was part that of the. That was part of the push that um. You know, one of the little nudges that, 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 that life gives you, you know, these challenges that you, you realize now was what made you. Mm-hmm. We actually came from a tour, a small college U.S. tour where we were trying to um, establish ourselves as DJs who actually sing as well, who DJ and DJ, if you want to say that. You know what I mean? So we went on a college tour. Mm-hmm. And we did about maybe six to eight shows. It went well. So 
it went so well when we were coming when we landed and we were coming back from the airport we decided to pass by a party that we had to cancel on because of the tour mm-hmm. so through the tour now we decided to say we can't play so when reaching back the night it was a night of that party so we decided to say, all right we're gonna stop in play two songs do what we just do on the tour and get all the confidence play two songs then sing two songs try that vibe you know so we did that we did play a couple songs and sing the two songs it was okay you know it was a good vibe it was a received vibe and we we're feeling good until we got out to the car <laughs> you see me i said so when we reach the car now you know window slap out and broken record box gone and you know what I mean? Bag we took on the seats, dig out and cell phone and cause you know in the early time yeah, you know you have the early cell phone time you know as a, you know what I mean that's like the, you have the early because um, what them did them big old motor or something there. Mm-hmm. You still have them and yeah, so they stole all that from and then we had to spend the whole night pulling strings to try and get back stuff and we got back like some of the records and some stuff but we weren't able to get everything. Some things were damaged. And at that time, CD never ever come in yet, my G. So, so this was records? Yeah, man. Real live vinyl. A few CDs too, live. A couple of CDs were there, but like, CD never come in. There wasn't like no big CD movement yet. But we were, of course, as people were trouble and people were going about. We're a little bit in the head, ahead of the time, so you know, certain places, because certain clubs are far in, you have to have your CD. So mm-hmm. it was a, the helm of CD thing. But yeah, they took most of that, bro. And then that was kind of like, yo, you know, who's going to get back all of that? <laughs> I mean, and build back the whole other something there. And Ray is like, yo, you know what? And we just had a good tour and things looking up you know what let's just go all out feet you know what i mean sink or swim starve or eat is like go feet you know and were you guys disappointed or this you just figured this was a sign let's just go full forward with what we're doing right now and forget the sound business right now bro we're crushed <laughs> mash up mash up my you know what i mean it's not like no you know, I mean, big up to Shani B. I hope he get back in stuff. I heard Shani B online the other day saying he lost some stuff and he's like, you can go get a laptop and go into the cloud and go pluck back something and get back your catalog. You can't get back them, the dog, the dog. Them. We had like four or five the other way Elephant Man, Wayne Marshall, Assassin, Vibes Cartel, Bounty Killer. Oh, you get back that. You know what I'm saying, And it's like, in the days of them time days like this is not even they don't think it's like okay have it on that tape but it's like all right you're gonna cut back everything and you, you don't even know where them that tapes are and then if you go dig up that and do about the whole of the cutting find all that money plate cutting was expensive them time them geez, you know what i mean we did cut back a couple plates you know what I mean? it's not like we gave up totally either after that point my brother is like we did cut back a couple plates and try and play a few more you know what I mean? Events. You know what I mean? We, but we were limited because we were like, people didn't know, but we just, <laughs> we had just a certain set of things and we just decided to say, yo, anyway, we'll go at that. And I mean, that also challenged us and made us hotter in our last year, to be honest with you, because 
we had to create jugglings and remixes and stuff out of stuff that we guaranteed nobody else would play. So we had to make sure we look out for some hot thing where it don't seem like the rest of them them play this or cut nothing from this or we had to sing some original things that nobody couldn't play because we sing it. <laughs> so, you know what I mean? I'm saying, I would say to the viewers and the listeners that each challenge is an opportunity to improve, you know, and grow. You understand a hundred percent. All right, because that's that seems like that's one of you guys' first disappointment in the business here, which was losing your music. You understand? So at this time, you guys had formed Young Legends at this time here now. Yeah, man, the Young Legends happened before we we, we started fully as artists. Young Legends was why we were selectors. Mm -hmm. Because I know with some of your early productions on Young Legends. Sharon Burke, she was the executive producer. She was EP in some of you guys' music back then also. Yeah, man. Rightfully so. I mean, um, at that time, we weren't known very much. Nobody would really take it seriously. Mm -hmm. I mean, she was just trying to do what she could do to add her clout. Mm -hmm. And take it from there. Because yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm all for that. Whoever showed interest, I, you know, what cheerful, we are cheerful, what run you do, we are running. You get it. What was your first taste of success when you guys started to produce something? The first glimmer where you said, okay, this seems like it's working. Um, that would be the, the Friday the 13th reading. And it's, I mean, I, I realize Sean is a real, you know, like, you know, rhythm names and movies are similar, you know, there's revamping. Sean is a drop rhythm name Friday the 13th, but that, that was actually the name of Left Side and Esco first played rhythm that, like, played out, got, you know, it was pressed properly, dancehall, mm -hmm. that, that, you know, forward and so forth, and we got, like, actual names on it. We had Bunty Kill on it, uh, again, as I tell you, Killer Daddy, I'll the strength right through the journey. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, we had um Calico, our own artist at the time, and you know, we had a little song left side, a little combi at the time with Killer, too. You know, I mean, he was singing a little hook and thing, so you know, and that was actually getting cartel. Them gave us a song too at the time because you know, we had we actually had the first cartel. Here we go on another tangent, no, my bro. We, we actually had the first cartel on 24 track tape. Explain, take your time and explain this to me, brother. <laughs> so of course, being hot selectors at the time and aspiring producers, you know, I drove so frequently, you know, forget the edge pan, <clears throat> pan the racer, you know, uptown. We usually drive going at the, you know, I mean, at the garrison or some studio where some other selector now, you know, them free to go, you know, what I mean, them now no link. Mm -hmm. So, Jamies and them place, they, of course, big up to War 21, big up to Baby G, Jam 2. John John, the king himself, you know what I'm saying? Um, from them time there, you know, as schoolmates and as young youths who do the music, we have a good link with Jamie's family from them time. Some people say I look like Trev, <laughs> like that Baby G sometimes. Yes. Yeah, like, you know, the street, like I say, you know, he and I get confused sometimes, especially by Japanese. Big up to all Japanese, but... <laughs> anyway, so... You know, we used to go down the, those the, those parts and thing, and while at the time Butler was introducing Cartel to everybody, you know, we and Butler have a good linkage as the art selector, and you know, a cool man. And up to this day, me and Butler still talk. Um, 
Yes, but like they say, you know, him have this art artist and thing, and killer, they said to me, say, yo, if give my strength, man, give my space on the tape. You know, because them times, that's how killer get feet breaking. And somebody said to him, say, give my space on the tape. So, killer was always the man who said, yo, vice the young artist, man. So, you know, we had a little tape at the time, and one of the few selectors we have any tape. Big up to left side to guy. I think I want him for that. I think it was one of um, Mr. Park's tape for teeth and empty. They never really I used them still, but you know the youth thing. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, big up Mr. Parks too. And yeah, so we end up on a tape now and thing, and we try to read him now from tape days. So, you know, from tape days, we'd have a one rhythm and cartel. I mean, nobody really they advice that no young artists are waste tape space. You understand? So, yeah, man, but at the end of the day, the DJ, bad from them times. If I'm hearing the DJ the first time started, you know what I mean? It was like, what the fuck is this? You understand? We need to play this, this, no need for, yo, matter of fact, we need to produce this. So it's like, you know, as I said, we we're trying to do original things that other sounds couldn't play. Mm -hmm. So we was like, all right, then we have a try with the artist here too, cause you know, it's like, if you did blind, you could have said them man, they bad. You know what I mean? And to be honest with you, the, 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 the G, from them time, the cartel have this mad work ethic, forget it, dog. It's a man who did, if he take taxi, come from we are Portmore, just to meet with our, our, our jammies. You understand? And we end up at some session with runover, you know, we're on a cloud, so. Outside, I wait a good little while. I was still there. I was going to voice it, and you know me. I said the song never come out. Dan Carleone, then it was Pussy Jar at the time. Yeah, yeah. I don't like me. What did you me. say? Me have the history say well, if I did Pussy Jar, say no, no, hang on. We had that on twenty-four track tape, and of course, you know Dan Carleone, we recorded that. Big up to Dan that I was mm. brought to. You know what I mean? Dan Carleone, we recorded because at the time, selector business was taking over more for us than production. Dan them was more making room in production world. They had a sound too at the time, Vendetta. Vendetta, yeah. Yeah, so them did have Vendetta first before the Vendetta. And as I said, things and times, you know, recycle and things. So we just work with it and things. So, so what, Dan, did, huh? what, did you, what did you do with that song? We had it and we at the time, you know, we, if we mix a song upon 24 track tape after you're done with it, and then, to be honest, at the time, the DJ never have key mm. or hook. You understand? Mm -hmm. So even after we got the song, when we bring it back to our GLs, we got a little mix on it, but it wasn't really on a competitive level. Probably no fault of his, probably fault of ours at the level. You know what I mean? But we just try with something we feel like mm -hmm. was hot and see, it seemed like we know what we did do because the man had to this day. You understand? So, we didn't get to do much with it. Um, but through them linkage there, you know what I mean? We went around and played those songs and, you know, Marshall and those people were there. Mm -hmm. We and Marshall, them and them was there the night when we recorded him. So everybody got to size, sorry, got to see, everybody got to see his talent on display. You understand? So... From this and now, we make him Dan Carleon link and so forth and Riri, and then we know I get hot as selector, so it becomes that him vice the song for Dan, and then we get it on dub because, you know what I mean? We are not, like, me and, me and teacher good in you know, the G, like, mm -hmm. alone good, me know of teacher. You understand? So from them time, they didn't even give you a call to say, yo, watch, you know? 
I know how to voice the song first with me, you know that. I'm not going to forget that, but here I know, man. I give that the song, you know, because the momentum, you understand? So we have the team say, of course, because we at a select and we like Black Fist is the DJ out now, and them time the new millennium just like get hot. So, you understand? Carl Canai just like get hot. So, so come now, I'm going to put Pussy Jap on the same rhythm as Carl Canai. Because we did a play Dan Rhythm too, because one network, so you know, Dan have a rhythm, we have beat that, you understand? Yeah. Plus, we're in Marshall Band, so we're actually playing the rhythms, we have to get back the samples from Dan. And, so it was one big network, my G, at the time, you know what I'm saying? One big network and things, so we just kind of relinquished the song and just now say, yo, the DJ have a bus now in a film time, and we never really into production like that. Dan, them was more seasoned and a more focused and a more ready production house. So, you know what I mean? And we all did a work with them too, because Dan gave a crazy strength. You know what I mean? So, it, it, everything just flow natural, dog. We never, that's the difference between them time they are now, star. No man now will not add ending to nothing. It's like, yo, yeah, yeah, yeah this year up now, make it happen, and every man just support it and get on board whichever way them can get on. Whether a man can knock a piano or knock a, knock a steer or knock a hiat or play the sound, if a man can travel with the select the artist, if a man can be up at the studio and, and all a vibe with the artist, man can record it, dub them. It's like every man does fit in. No man now roll under the ego. Remember, you talk about in this time, you talk about Dan Carleon, Daseka Serrani, and David and Craig. Left side Esco, Wayne Marshall, Vibes Cartel, um, Cool Face, uh, Sam Dickey. You are talking about um, whole more people from around the industry at them time they were linked with to easy message from, from the Jeremy Hardings go right back around to everybody where we are linked with to. So it, it, Nigel Staff, Rough Cut, Drummy is like, you know, I say, even Noel, the Maban, and Tommy, the and Lenky, and it's like, in you know, them time days, it was just like one music network, my G. It's like, everywhere they go on the corner, it was like, yo, you ingratiated, you support, you make yourself useful in some way. Mm -hmm. No, crazy. Just the fact that you could, you were there, even if you guys didn't really understand to have the foresight, what was going on, the fact that you were there to see all of this, that's crazy altogether, bro. My bro, as I say, it's like, Doing this podcast is like the first time I've ever been asked to recollect this journey. And it's like, it's, it's, it's even bringing a feeling of gratitude over me, bro. It's like, as we talk, I'm like, whoa. <laughs> Means that, you know what I mean? Like walking in time capsule. <laughs> Trust me, I knew what I was doing when I reached out to you, I said, listen, if there's anybody that's going to know certain things, it's going to be this man here. You yes, understand? Man. Yes, man. So you were even privileged to see the beginning of Alliance and all those stuff there. Tell me how that was. I saw the beginning of Elephant Man, Harry Toddler, Ward 21, Bling Dog, Wayne Marshall, Vibes Cartel, Idonia, Busy Signal, Scare Them, Monster Shock. We were the young selector, them and the youth, them at the time. So we were able to see them rise and start cutting them dub plate. We were cutting them dub plate before they made it. Then we started to cut them from there. So then we started to produce records when we grow up, play them. You know what I mean? We were there along the way too. So we saw many people success while we were growing in the industry till we ended up becoming successful artists ourselves like 
know, to talk about this crazy fam, because now that I think about it, it's like when I used to pull up at Arrow's front gate mm-hmm. in a khaki and bleach and couldn't even get let in fam. To see that, you know, we went in there back through that to meet an artist device and then to be to blah 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 blah, blah to reach to become an artist, bro. You know, it's really a crazy journey to be grateful for, and it's a testament to people that, you know what I mean, it's like, don't shortchange your journey, and you know what I mean, and at the same time, go hard from day one, in even at the littlest role, just punch and punch and punch and punch, bro, because it's like, you're breaking through, and your you, being is soaking it up, and, and your subconscious is soaking it up, and you're gaining the skills, and you're gaining the repetition, and you see that the aura and the behavior. And you're dead close to the element and the money, you know what I mean? That's what I would encourage anybody to do that, because it's like music is a thing where... <clears throat> and anything, any dream is like you decide on it, fam. Just believe in it, but just never lie to yourself. Make sure you're putting yourself in the right places. Make sure you see yourself around the right circles. Make sure you're close to where the success in that business is there. Don't trick yourself about weight there and tell yourself, say, over in one corner. You know what I mean? You don't really live on nobody's yard. But at the same time, it's like, whatever your goal is, whatever your dream is, man, play that and go hard in it, bro. Even if it's the smallest role you're playing on, just go hard and believe in the whole process and believe in growth and believe in, in, in the building to repetition. You understand? And that's what kind of worked for me, fam, as we're there at talk right now. Okay. So, along the way of creating um, um, creative dub plates, mm-hmm. um, left side could do voice impressions. And on the side, I used to try and host and interview people. So it's like another era where they are hustling at the time. Left side was kind of like, you know, I'm used to, you know, like think about doing certain skits and comedy stuff and thing and thing. I was trying to do maybe like acting and stuff like that. And then I, I was, you know, I would interview people and like, I would like to host. Like if we're playing the song, I would like to be the man to bring on the artist, the man. All of them kind of thing. So through that, mm-hmm. we decided to do an interview where me have an interview him and him have act like the artist. <laughs> so we did it as a dub play first. Mm-hmm. And it, it, it fuck up couple party, bro. Like serious, serious, like serious notable fuck up. Like, it, like to the point where we was like, you know, like seriously, like people only like this, like what the, you know what I mean? But like serious so, one of the parties them Birch was at, Campion Barbecue, I believe it was. Mm-hmm. And, you know, as a Campion alumni, we go back now, we go turn up to school. And me and the dad play, they play around first. You understand? Which, which was, hats after him was theme plan. You know, he was like, yo, here what? To introduce the thing, mm-hmm. make we do what we're known for do. Bust the place first. And then instead of playing this interview now this time, let's do it live. You understand? So, he was the man who really was saying, you know, was having them idea that towards the transition to be an artist from. Because to be honest with you, mm-hmm. I was comfortable being a selector. So it's you didn't see past selecting or I did, I did, I did because we saw it. We've been out, we see the reaction of our voice. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So you know that you're getting forward from your voice. You know that you're playing in multiple places that are getting reaction in different diaspora. So you believe in that now, you know, say, all right, 
is proven, just like any other dub from any other song from any other artist, we see say that dub is proven. So, at the time though, him being a singer, and of course being way more exposed than me, because him got on stage with him father. Okay. You understand? Remember I said, dog a top drummer, you know? Mm-hmm. And the dog can sing too, so. Them time the, the dog, uh, uh, you know what I mean? Top drummer, and we say, I get stage experience live. I'm way more, um, you know what I mean? It's, it, it, it's, it was way more stage ready than I was. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I had to learn things from watching other, like other selectors where I rate neatly. I had to watch Mataran, them, and as I said, Juxi, them, and Jazzy, them, and at the time, Dr. Dre, too. You understand? I had to watch them people there and develop my own career. Mm-hmm. You understand? And it's also a man on Renaissance named Oxtail. Mm-hmm. Him little brother named Rice and Peas. <laughs> and my brother like that, like my schoolmate, my brother, brother fight everything. Them, is it me? No boy can this, nobody around me. You understand? That I row and Rice and Peas. So from school days, we play ball and everything. So when me see Rice and Peas now, when Oxtail goes and say, yo, my little brother, mm-hmm. do the thing. I'm going to see Rice and Peas now. On the forefront of a big song with the confidence, and we never know Rowan has no talk of old man, a ball, and we know Rowan has. So, when me see Rowan do the thing now with a confidence, me relate the confidence, and I say, okay, so it's that same football confidence then. It's that same ball field confidence. It's that same way we talk to the girls then. It's that same way we joke. And then I know the professional side that I was taught from Zachary Arden and Arif. So with that professional MC now, and then that little schoolboy confidence where Rowan them come show me that is it could be prevalent on the major level. It formed my thing now, and then now left side started to say, dog, you are get body now. Mm. You understand? So that's how now we start to can test because it's like bro you know we are get so bad now so the dog i say yo you, you move so confident dog if you are spit now you understand me could do it so i really draw me into that thing there bro if you know me say at that time then and the campaign show is where i think birch saw the interview song now mm-hmm. and it's like we couldn't even finish performing to the friends in my brother you know what I mean? We couldn't finish performing to the frenzy. So it's like, right there, so now he was like, yo, we're not going good enough. So I said, yo, my G, we know that time that we still a play. So I said, we know the new rhythm out in a three line. I'll we'll give you a shot off of it. You understand? And that we did a use because that was the art rhythm. Mm-hmm. The mm-hmm. So. We know the atrium, so we ask to jump on it. And so come we get on it now with that interview song there, and then people start to term us now as selector slash artist. And that's what you guys wanted in the first place, because that's what you guys were trying towards. You were trying to do selecting and thinking, but now it just naturally came together. Right. And what I will say we're trying to do is just buck every level that we got on. Mm-hmm. You know, that's what I really say we're trying to do. And things just, you know what I mean? What you see and what you soak up in your subconscious and what you see your family, the mother and the people you emulate, just kind of, you know, tend to lead you in a direction if once your spirit resonates with it. And at the time, you know, because we are trying to buck every level, we were able to see a lot of things and choose what the spirit resonate with, you know? 
And through this journey here where you guys are just basically getting warm right now, is there any advice that Marcia Griffiths gave you in particular that you'll never forget and that you apply to the business that you're in? Humble yourself, boy. Humble yourself. Always humble yourself. <laughs> that is it, Maji. You know what I mean? And she knows how to be a star in the element, so you know what she mean. Mm-hmm. When she said humble herself, you know what I mean? And you see how she behaves. She's very gracious, regardless of the talent, regardless of her mm-hmm. being crowned the queen of reggae. She's very gracious, very humble. It's not that she doesn't know her levels of her talent, but she also was teaching us how to transcend to people, you know? Mm-hmm. Hype coming out of criticism. And, you know, she was one of the persons who was like, always humble herself. And, you know, the family is really... We don't have no choice. Between my mother and, and sister Marcel, we don't have no choice what to be humble and <laughs> you know what I mean? So yeah. All right. You guys are firing now. You guys are on the thriller, you guys have your thing. What was your next move now after after that came up now? So uh, the timeline kinda mix up people, cause you know what I mean? It's like muscle just kinda getting me unload all of this. So <laughs> around the thriller time is around the time when I'm telling you. So the box them gets stolen. Mm-hmm. So you see how it's all kind of coming together. It's like we're doing, we did a big selector circuit. We start getting creative with the dub plates. Mm-hmm. The dub plates start getting us more revere. You understand? Boom. We come back, box them stolen. Start to pre more creative ways now instead of replacing regular music out there upon the street. Build up these tactics, do some with the artists, do some with ourselves, and start to work for ourselves. Boom, we're doing some shows and playing the same way. Birch discover the song way. So <clears throat> now we're on the boiling point. Mm-hmm. And right here is where we decide now that alright, we did the song from Birch with him. I try like a small video. And we are goffy, all out, guns out, no more playing. Me and the dog sit down in our car the night and say, yo, dog, what you say? No more playing. Because, you understand? Mm-hmm. We talk to Sharon and we talk to other people and they must say, yo, you know? It can work, but if we want to be considered real artists, like real artists, you kind of have to push out. Yeah. And then worse at the time, Jamaica and dancehall never really accepted versatility. There wasn't a marketing setup to market a selector who was singing. Likewise, the industry wasn't pleased with that conflict of interest at the time. Either or either. You don't do both. Both. So that's why we didn't continue to be selectors at the time. Because even in the, in the, in the conversation that he and I had in the car, I was like, yo, I could still even just keep a couple things and take some prime date. You know, there's no bother taking a juggling date no more. Take some prime date. Mm-hmm. And he was like, yo, bro, you know, Sharon them and everybody I say is like with them right. I'm just, you know, of course, him being around for him father, we know how he, you know, do that money thing there and set certain things. I say, yo, you know, in terms of price. Mm-hmm. You see me, artists charge different from selector dogs. So it's like if we want going at a price bracket, they will care and I say, yo, we are gonna race same way and tea and tea. So 
<clears throat> so you know i was like yo you know as the man who usually deal with most of the business and most of the you know the the, the, the logistics and the and and the, the conversations mm-hmm. i was like so bro what we are going to do with money and business and we we'll stop play and make this weekly money that I will build pan man of the bills them and the thing and he was like yo we have to just talk it out and do it is it and i was like all right then you know based off of the forward of me see the night at campion you know it's like all right then we could do it so we did that for man then them said the darkest hours before the dawn you understand well i want to tell you say we did swear say from the show forward and liquor song from Birch, they're gonna just flow right into success. And it's a fresh set of dues I have to pay now, bro. Because when we decide, say, we're gonna we stop playing the song. Mm-hmm. A whole different set of challenges arise. You don't have the money, like you usually have. Mm-hmm. You don't have the opportunity to play the music like you normally have and then selected them turn power i don't know if i've ever said this anywhere yet but it's like never say it now it's like when we did turn artist dog or some man who said they're my friend or some man who usually play alongside or some man we may know now to this day when we actually still talk to mm-hmm. when we just start and flick from select and say ah it's no man not play the song dog why why is that though because at the time i would say one let, let me be fair at first bro let me just say that select that thing is a competitive thing and not because every man did smile and good probably a lot enough dance for some man fuck up some party for some man and them them just know them have to give the respect you come from uptown you know come from freedom place where we are you see me you come from uptown to when you lock the party over them guy you think more street is like you know are you find the bad remix are you know something mm-hmm. maybe a man never really fully like you so when time you're gone over the next side now you push out a man and say eh. but now nah, forget the support now you know you're on the top of the, the top of the hill again mm-hmm. then you had some straight up friends that would just never understand why they did it for me just seemed like a plain straight up like you know like a jealousy like okay you make it and it's almost like them I try to say, yo, if you never make it on your own, we wouldn't help you. Got you. That's ultimately so. And I mean, to be honest with you, without saying too much, me know personally that, you see me? Left side took it personal too. Mm-hmm. At the time, we both took it personal, to be honest, but him, they take it way more personal. Mm-hmm. You understand? And because of that, you understand, put us on another drive again because at the end of the day it was like all right then we used to be playing sound and everybody was acting on re and tnt now we stopped playing the sound and we have the thing them and your sister the people them like the thing them because it's not like we stopped without knowing that the people liked us that way you understand we mm-hmm. test it myself we play it myself brother and sister can get a forward we sing it yourself mm-hmm. but when time we leave it back now and i say our friend them are gonna play that's how we ended up doing one extra dream weekend that we're supposed to in a fun okay so you actually almost came out of quote-unquote retirement just to go back and play right so that matters that things drop a ground now dark hour before the dawn and mm-hmm. you understand nobody not playing them to the point where we had to take back a couple party just to go play them 
-hmm. When we had talk in your belly, talk in your belly was out probably from about the, the, the beginning of the year and got hot that summer. Mm -hmm. We still had to do Dream Weekend, you know. I mean ATI, you know. Cause even though Throwback Gigi was hot, mm -hmm. is Big A, Irie FM, Sunshine, DJ Wayne, those people made us know that the song was really hot and the juggling was really hot. Mm -hmm. In a town, Stone Love alone would have juggled the rhythm. Mm -hmm. In the earlys. I talk about the earlys. I talk about everybody gave it a strength. You know? I not card enough nobody. You know? But I talk about who stayed true when we turned from selector to Ray. Mm -hmm. And who, where, where we saw the success coming. So when we went to country that 2005 is when we realized that we had a hot song, but we were still there to try and get the forward and get the people them and suck them. Left side goes on now with the ATI song and start the voice imitation thing and go so, all right, since we had the voice imitation, Andre and the boy them are going let them know I'm playing a song. All right, one more creative thing now. So we got to tear down the party them and make them know say so we sing song too. But he had to play his own song. Yeah, because I don't know if I don't know if we did sing. I think we performed or something. We might have performed and the performance never got so well and we decided to play back. Or we know, like we're doing the same formula, playing and then singing a couple of songs. Mm -hmm. And we had that creative song. And to be honest, even that year. Man, he was trying to fever make her play properly too. Like the man didn't want to hold me out and not make her play. I don't remember who was on that party. Mm -hmm. And we end up getting five minutes in the last and say, oh, I'm going to play two songs and then perform and the dog play him, 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 um, him thing and it get a forward. And then now, when we did it that country here, you now realize the rat is talking about the hot song. Was that the first song to really kick off on the rhythm, or what was the first song to really kick off Throwback Gigi? All right. This 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 podcast is going to end up being a whole lot of big ups, man, because it's like, as I said, I never really recollect all of this in one conversation. Mm -hmm. So, um, me have a big up cartel, fam, because... At the time now when, you know, we contributed to the dog thing in the earlys and, you know, the first big forward cartel here from a dub plate was Maskam, left side of Escobar play, shot in a belly. That is um, Sweet to the Belly. Mm -hmm. Remember, Sweet to the Belly is like cartel third art song or so. So, we had shot in a belly first. And we had gotten it on the Friday the 13th rhythm because you know we had tried to fuse rhythm with the dub plates and we could think original. So we got it on the Friday the 13th rhythm. And Friday the 13th, when we played, used to get some blood clot forward, brother. Mm -hmm. And the Calico was I said, We are real top of top from Bumbo Clot when and then you had the cartel that comes shutting our head in a belly, bad man bust it like machine gun Kelly. <laughs> we actually asked cartel fee flip sweet to the belly. And I saw come shutting a belly become mm -hmm. a song. 
sealer. <laughs> you see me, bro? So, watch it. Can't stop seed. <laughs> so, um, as I said to you, when we now decide to be artists full time and producers, and the thing kind of slow up, and we now <laughs> teacher, they still give you a link, you know. We have a studio for Jack Sill. Mm. One away and private and the dog. Um, at the time, I don't know if I look at Adi or whichever one Adi youth and name Adi Jaim. Mm-hmm. Used to go to school up on the hill uptown. So, you know, the dog would have got dropping youth and thing, and then they don't know the Monday deal the thing different. So the Monday reach your foot at 6 30 a.m., 7 a.m. Six pack of Heineken and a big grand bag, you know what I mean? Ready to go. Yeah, because the man they got chop off all one 20 dub plate and all a three song before 12 o'clock. <clears throat> so, the man they used to up there now as, in as a G in a theme at time now. Mm-hmm. I give you back a strength in a voice at our place privately and thing. And through that, when me and left side now, then in our downtime, we are trying to think, oh, forget the road now. You know, we did a whole creative thinking that we used to something, and we said, well, we can drop on the production world now. And we said, all right. When we used to play old school, get a rotted fall, but no new producers now put out nothing old school. Mm. The man in my like, say, we never, I never we did all this originally pre bought this whole settings, you know, because the man them will come with these old school rhythms after and after and after, you know. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? No one at the time was looking to put up but nothing old school or rebuild it. So here we come now. I decided to so we're gonna slap over back gigi coca-cola back in shape, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, when we do that now, the man will use a link with the regular, most regular and give you the strength, and the man will use to give everybody the strength and vice quick. Come the morning after it bill, which is cartel, you understand? Mm-hmm. So when he re- re- reached the morning and thing now, me and left side now, whenever they sleep, we stay up and I build the rhythm and all vibes. So when teacher reached now, the dog was asleep at the left side now, and Cartel said, yo, what is Coca-Cola back in shape? A lie. Open a truck. Open two truck and two double. You see me? Mm-hmm. Boom. Dog jump up and read him first. I don't see tight pussy girl, them or them around the place. Coca-Cola, you know what no time. But from them time they know you know the dog warm in the road. Well, well warm, hot in the road. You understand? So from the dog also and grace it now. Mm-hmm. Boom, left side wake middle of the voice you now. Be a thing, be a vibes and rain TNT. Blue cartel call Marshall and said, no, let's call him up the thing. You know, I said, but left side and Ellie now have a good link from morning. So this is where with the tangent we swing again. You know, the earliest now. Me used to carry left side now, in other words, when me and him that was on the road now, you know, one of the ways in which he used to, you know, help, help we along, separate from the selector money, is like two me drive now, with a roll with him, and two more I learn how to produce, with a roll with him, go studio. Mm-hmm. 
You see me, so the dog will just make me pick him up now, you know, for the right image and thing. And we drive, go around there in 11, and we pull up a studio, and if the dog make a food, he would have thumped me a food. You see me, I say, for the thing, or you see me, I say, yeah, wish we, you know, all right, same way, but that's out of kindness, is it? For sure. So, end of the day now, me used to carry the dog, and the dog ended up building rhythms for scatter at the blaze of the chalwa. Left side, me look first, like the first three reading for Kings of Kings, then. Martial arts, the whole of them, dog. All of those rhythms, eh? Yeah. Them in the dead, man, and me and the dog around that time, man. Now, I hide under the G glory. And then, the day, what happened, happened, you get me? I said, so it's like, them time, the music, I carry the dog, when I left my scatter studio, them, I would have scatter studio for hours, and the man, I tweak this and tweak that, or fix this and fix that. And he used to come and, is it me? We go run a file and a drum machine off a floppy disk. Yeah, man, I said, bro. So, we used to carry the man through them little time now. So come early them realize the dog talent now. Mm-hmm. You see me? And then of course we are playing the dub play them and thing them. So the man them goes on and buck and realize I oh, think that the selector them this now I come with rhythm. You see me and I be reading them and things. So from them time they were close linkage. That's how we began to get all of these exclusive dub plates from the man them because they must see us in many facets. Selectors get counting. Do some different thing. After you select go write some song with some artists go produce if you can produce go, go engineer that go give some idea go conquer the business from many angles you will help you to get the plate and ratings and higher pricing on the street because we never really need money pull up neither bro yeah. to all really surround the business and a play is it so you know me I must mean? encourage every man still there's many ways to get there bro and if you if you really get broad in your craft and other bad things you can only bring more respect mm-hmm. so Coming back around now with the story of the tangent. So basically, those things made us get respect from Elephant Man and so forth. Um, I think left side biggest deal was from Panda River at the time too, because you know one of the times we used to, you know, one of the students who brought the man to was done to for fix up for fix up the whole Panda River project and reality. I got a good food for that. That helped us to start too as well. You know, so from that network, you see all music that were different them time, the bro. Crazy boss. It's like Every man I share the thing and every man I try to put on a man, every man I call every man to try to play on this. If a man need to fix a job, him call a virgin, if he need to fix a ray. You understand? And then when the thing blow big, every man comes to wipe on the blow. But you know what I mean? It's like when the thing grow big, it's mm-hmm. like every man willing to break off peace or no say art then we are. You know what I mean? There's so much pie that every man was able to get things and start them entity in some different areas. So Coming back around, the relationship was and the, and the vibes with LED done built from sound days, come to now production days. You understand? So when we now do own production, after we get Cartel now, left side call Ellie. And then we get Ellie song. Gala play hard no one if we go So from we get them to the now, you understand, as selector. We know, say we're gone, mm-hmm. or we think say we're gone at the time. You understand? So, from there, you now we just start crafting like a selector project. You know what I mean? As you say, Cartel is called Marshall. We are Marshall, well, good. So, we didn't know, say Marshall for jump on it. So, me did love the PM Dan. Is it my turn? We still lying there. You know what I mean? So, we love the PM Dan and thing and things. So. Mm-hmm. Comes a boom and couple of times, me and Marsha listen to PM and Marsha say you have theme song too. So when the gigi came around, you see me? It's like when me check him, him done a thing, when me I think, you understand? 
So I said, yo, at the PM dad, you know, Ray, I mean, I said, I mean, book, bop, bop, so we'll clap that now. And then from this and now, this is before Marshall and Tamichin were even together, they were in a relationship at the time. But Tamichin, there was a believe on the session. Mm-hmm. And from this and now, we had decided to say, you know, we need a girl. But we call Marshall, them done a single PM down, we couldn't use Marshall and Tammy at the time. Mm-hmm. So, um, we did look for another artist, but we did rate busy, me rate busy signal, you get me, I say? Mm-hmm. At the time, um, left side did have a problem with busy signal because in the call we name in our song, mm-hmm. I say, we really better than we sang them, you know what I say? But at the time, the only song we had was an interview. And, you know, Friday the 13th and them rhythm there. And of course, left side was building some bad rhythm too. And the boy busy did know. You understand, sir? So essentially, he was right. I would say so. Yeah. You get me? That's why I never really take it serious. Because he don't know, first of all, it's not no great disrespect. You can only be disrespected if you feel disrespected in a fan. Mm-hmm. A man could have do whatever he want to do. There's only if you feel disrespected. So at them time, they never really feel disrespected by it. And because. You know what, well, to be fair to Craig, Craig did a build more of the rhythm then. Mm-hmm. So maybe, you know, he probably take it more to art. Mm-hmm. But it was a compliment to him. He must say, yo, the rhythm them better than the song, and I him build the rhythm them. So that was kind of my mentality on it. We never talked, but I was like, all right then, bro. He must say, well, you know, this rhythm better than the song them, but I understand him at this to go. Mm-hmm. But that's also the nature of the dance hall. Sometimes some people do some quirky song. You see me? Elephant did the song. I said, "Want to the fat one then, you know, the truth I got hurt them in a ward 21. And, you know, some little thing. Them thing they are fun and games in the music, man. If it, you know, you know your reputation to live past that. Them thing they actually make you popular too. For sure. In, in some cases. So, I never really saw it no way, but the dog didn't, didn't see it away. So, we did suggest busy, but he must say, yo, you know, we have to straighten out the thing first. But to be fair to him, he never said, no, or nothing. He just said, dog, you know, kind of rate the man too. He was just like, dog, you know, rate them artists, yeah. Mm-hmm. And, 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 you know, we go studio with them and they, and, and they must say them rate we and, we and we actually love them talent too. And him go do a song, because I really never know what the song is. Let's like, tell me about the song and I say, yo, but then when we do the match funny, I was like, yo, I'm not major, bro. So he was like, yeah, bro, but why the fuck him have a call for with name? It's like, you know what I mean? When even a clash of artists on the way and then now, like, no, we want to work with the man and we have to think about that. Mm-hmm. So me say, yo, no watch nothing down. Me call the man, the man that look, you see me, I say, that look like him cool and everything, and that look like I'm more jovial and listening to music, you see me? So we end up call the dog now, you see me, and the dog was basically say the same thing. I say, yo, Jano, no disrespect me by that fam, you know, I dance all that man, you see me? Ray Ray TNT and so forth and so on. So right then and there, I say, yo, you know what? For real, bro, squash that and keep the musical vibe going. Mm-hmm. Come jump on a thing with Tommy Chin, you see me? It's just because, all because of you. And then, you know, the dog jump in and say, Fim Pa. Mm-hmm. And then we just take time and load the rhythm with some key people where we were always, you know, the dead at the time. Fumbo, the dead to nowhere. You know, his career wasn't really on nothing at the time. Mm-hmm. From the days of the early days, you know what I mean? And we thought that your veterans were underappreciated too. I don't know. I, 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 who and them things that we know, so then they kick over people in a clash and kill, kill, kill a sound. Mm-hmm. We are selected, no, so it kick over some place. So, while them money they on the block and we there, there are some young youth, they probably pretty like we not pre them, but 
you know, we know so the thing have some weight because we're out there and see the, the, the real clash them and the real dung in a box dance and know say they're the Japan and we travel to and we know so the thing them out there. So we just started getting creative with everybody around the MG. And at the time, you know, somebody wasn't doing no recording at all. You get me as MG? Come and talk it like it is. The dog was there and he was just like the ultimate glue person, the ultimate network person. Fumbo could get anybody to come at the studio. He could have there when anybody there. They are the most politically unaffiliated artists. Me, no. So, because we are not politically affiliated, because left side of ESCO, we never ever pick any side, none at all. We just work with who we are working with and we're willing to work with anybody. So, Fumbo could always hang out and Fumbo is always there. And, you know, toast with the artist them that would forward and run joke, and him always used to use this Italian accent, Minji. <laughs> I tell the truth, even when I lie, Fedeltini, Alfredo, Ray, some motherfucker. <laughs> Crack up the whole studio, and the man laugh, roll, drop. You know, say, you know, music make them way to bro, it's like the things that will make you laugh, and Ray and taste. So the dog used to, everything when he used to say, I think he used to say, yo, forget about it. You see me, so me start telling him, I said, dog, you have to use that now song, and I want to hear that. I get a session, you turn around, you forget about it. I said, she full of more glue. You get a session, them times they were creative, and you know, I build the thing, them, and rarity, and it worked out. Me on the left side, we end up crafting it up with him, and thing, and him showing him, him, him uniqueness and him creativity to the whole thing, and we just start voice the people, them around me, and thing, and then by the time we put out the first. Maybe what six or seven, bro. Mm -hmm. It's like them time they really did have enough people. So unlike now, I really with little bit of numbers look like it flop. Like nobody now want vice it. You understand? Mm -hmm. So then me and the dog say, yo, we have to make up the numbers. We need some more song, dog. At the time to VP now license nothing on the no. Six or no seven song. You have to have an album or a song. Twelve or no. <laughs> so we start to say we have fill out the roster now, my G. And so come we decide to say we're gonna put ourselves on it. Okay, so you guys originally that wasn't the intention to put you guys self on the rhythm. Not really, because all right, young hat selectors playing the current shit and the new stuff and the and uh, we have these crazy dub plates using our voice quirky and doing some shit. We were trying to do some more modern thing. Our old throwback rhythm, mm -hmm. well, it was creative and thing, but we never really saw the angle at first. Got you. When we decide to say, yo, you know what I mean? We're just thinking, all right, we're going to show them to a bad producer and use the big artist. Because I remember the time... The, Somewhat the module was all right. Left side of Esco, them, them know all getting the, them at a selector, them choose selector thing over production and them get at mm -hmm. Dan Carlion, them choose production over selecting and them get at. Mm -hmm. So when we put down selecting now, the module was to get at with a rhythm, blacks at with a rhythm, Dan at with a rhythm, Jeremy at with rhythm, Dave at with rhythm. You understand? So we were just thinking to get a hot rhythm out. The creativity brought us to the throwback gigging. And then we never really know if we really have a drop no song for it, cause you know what I mean? We're looking for a song to possibly flip. 
like how car, you know, cartel a flip something, Marshall a flip something, Tommy a flip something. Mm-hmm. At the uncle time, Elephant and Fambo was the uncle two song when they built original. So, in trying to build a few songs now, of course, you know, we are get cartel and elephant now, so you know, our friend circle excited, so. You know, and word I get round, radio man, everybody I realize, say, yo, let's go, they might get cartel and they might get elephant and they might get ray. Come like, they might build back the bus, can't let go them yet. Fuck, they might build back the bus now. Okay, we let them go a little way, but you know, they might build it up back a little way now. Mm-hmm. So people start visit back the studio now, you know, the girls, them start lag on back and boom, they are toast now and I sing how I usually work with them, kick, come on, flavor unit, they the animal and a girl ketchup and them and this them one and a hard, no? <laughs> so when they try to blame it off, you know, me and left side more jovial, me and laugh and left side more comedic. So we run some joke in the mix of it to try to blame them off, you know? Mm-hmm. So it finally turned into some laughing and some joke and then at the end of the day, you know, you know, a man has to a girl say, yo, I want to girl, bro, you feel like you can this man tuck in your shirt, tuck, tuck in your belly, man, tuck in them place, yeah. tuck in your side. You get me, I say? So you know that the whole studio pop up this and one thing and just like everything else, fun and vibe, the fumble, everything else, people laugh or people will have vibe or something that sounds really clever. Mm-hmm. We just decide to say, hey, I can try to build the song off of that. You know what I mean? Start with the intro. Mm-hmm. And then never really know if we go because you don't know, we just want to lay the vibe at the night at the, at the joke and the thing. Mm-hmm. And then when everybody done now and cut out me and the dog just lucky you now and decide what we are gonna do and what we are gonna put on. Start listening to some older song and some vibes from, from a collection and stoning back to the era now and mm-hmm. so comes we decide say, you know, those them tonality that was missing. That high pitched thing there. Mm-hmm. You know, Vegas did bust with it and stop using it. You know what I mean? At the time, Vegas and Lexus, them never they had do nothing. It's like the whole Bounty Killer and Lexus thing and Bounty Killer and Vegas thing and all them things that they go on. And, mm-hmm. You know what I mean? The fans, them pick side and man, you see me say get dejected and whatever the case may be, you see? So, we decided to hear that missing. Mm-hmm. And some of the time, them would they want be honest with you, would they want War 21 do a couple dub and me know at the time, the man them there was beginning riffs in a them group. Mm. So we couldn't get the man them to do the dub them the way. So me they start um do the creative baritone thing them where we are right instead of suku. Cause suku we really want to do them with as selector, you understand? That's mm. how me end up start to train my baritone, cause it's like never deep voice, but when we can't get certain man them to do the dub them and we get frustrated, we just start pattern it and do it yourself, you know? Mm-hmm. So, deciding now to do the song, we find the tone now and we are saying, yo, the high tone there and we are left side, find it the hook on, because it's good at finding them hooks, you know what I said, that? <laughs> Dog, I'll find the hook them. So, find the hook now one thing and we are saying, yo, this stuff, bro, this like, you know, a real old school style, you find no one thing, no one thing. So, the dog, I say, oh, I'm to you. See my Maria DJ earlier, if you jump in now, the low tone thing, they always have the dog, you can do it, very I'm mean, say, eh? Kind of to be fair to the dog, you know, in them early days, the dog always like, encouraged. You know, try the thing, man, do the thing, you can do it, my G, man. So, end up now, decide and say, all right, man, I try to build my verse, no one thing, no. 
da go inside now, and then light up a little spliff and then one. You know? A four flicking on my head right away start. You know, it's a selector four. You know, hard to be, it's a selector. Mm-hmm. And you know, for toast the gal, you understand? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, people might understand it now when I say it, why, oh shit, it's not really, you know? So, I demystify it for the fans. <laughs> <laughs> So you know in a selector, you say, yo, I want some girl, some girl belly bang over like shirt. All of the girl never know say belly flat screen. Right? Like a selector. Some of say, yo, some girl belly bang over like shirt. You understand? And then now, you're not a selector, say so you have to rhyme it. You mm-hmm. can't just chat a chat, say, say yo, bag over like shirt. One bag of flap then needs some abu. Can you give them now the dissing? The, you know the selector style in where you're the toast to the girl, but you rhyme it up. Big butt and big gut, girl, that now work. You understand? Boom now. When the dog come out, I'm a DJ that the man start laugh. <laughs> man start laugh. The man say, yo, woman, I hate you, you. Dog. But you have to say that. And I say, yeah. Mm-hmm. So we want the girl to date me for him. I say, no, dog, you know, so you come on music, you have to mash the car in the car. You know, so the thing goes, sometimes the people don't like when you mash the car. Mm-hmm. So I say, yeah. But we can't do that, dog. Look for me, I'm a decent looking boy. You see me? <laughs> And he must say, yeah, for real dog, we don't want to go out. The member said, two away, you know what I mean? We are trying to appeal to the ladies, them, so we don't want to kill them off. So he must say, all right, the next four, try to make it more uplifting, you know? So, you know, let's go back into the rhyme box and say, if you take care of yourself, y'all do what you work. It is, is, yeah, I said, my G. But I didn't mystify it, guys. When you think about it now, you say, okay, yeah. It makes total sense of what you're saying. It makes total sense, fam. It makes total sense some flow from what you've been soaking up from the time you spent on the training field, from what your subconscious been soaking up around everybody, what you've been doing, the time, the energy, the mic time, the stage shows, everything, you know? It all comes together in the moment when you are, when you are looking, bro. That's why chance favor the prepared. You see me, bro? So, anyway, let's start building the next positive part now. And to... You see me? And... I said, we need a punch. So, you know, one of my favorite parts of Sky Juice performance, I will in Gossa Blue Man. Mm. <laughs> and do the, you know, me theme thing. Yeah. And my favorite part of the performance, but I tell you, said, in the days, dog, as selector, me and the dog used to crack the fuck up. <laughs> Yo, because. You know it, bro. You are young like youth. You understand? Mm-hmm. Not try this to general an elder that I'm rating man. him coming at the video too, and you see me I say, and him give his strength and to this day. You know what I mean? At the G that, at the elder, the legend that. You know me I say. But when you are the young selector, them and you are do the thing them for actually bust the crowd. Mm-hmm. You are craft dub and you are craft this and read that, and a man just comes and play two songs and say. <laughs> and lock the whole place for your dog. You get me I say? Yeah. It's you, you're not a bad mind. It's say after those kind of laugh as a tongue and I say, Bo mm-hmm. Big belly man tough. You see what I say? Cause before we know who the who Sky Juice was, we didn't know in performance. For sure. You know, so it was a legendary thing for me. Some eagles and all say, eh, no get it too easy, me. One bring an action to the girl and now but I say yo, no girl no one walk out like how sky juice looking at <laughs> You see me, but we couldn't find a way if it's safe to me I said that more say walk out car you know look like sky juice and and, and that I say yo no it is me can't do say that car. We, we, 
Is it because at the same time we rate our respect to our juice? Is it because so we are trying to fit it in our way where it now be too blue? Mm -hmm. So is it me? And the dog say, yo, we have to say something else, man. I may say, all right, walk out, sky juice, I know your daddy. I say, all right, then, if you know, only girl with a favor, sky juice, I must have daughter. You get me? I say, <laughs> This is that that's a college kid coming out when we are right now in a brother car. I mean, I did them and say, all right then. We don't want to say you look like sky juice, but how would I say a girl look like sky juice without say that? No more see data then. <laughs> <laughs> you see me so boom bam dropping that now. If I'm dropping that now, couple more uh, one or two people did that car by them time they me and the dog I build it now the following day. People reach and thing and when we drop that sky juice line then now the place that pop again so I say, all right then. You catch them. Bam. No, no catch them just and that never say we don't have no clue, bro. To me, this is still foolishness in the car. Me feel like that's sweet bad lyrics like cartel and sasco. Remember, alright, here we go on another tangent. Remember when we were at selector? Play as DJ for a couple of the man them when them travel up on the road in the Caribbean and we go up on a tour with Marshall Sassin and Cartel in them. Okay. About six show or seven show around the Caribbean, I believe. Antigua, a um, couple of Barbados, one of uh, 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 St. Vincent and the Grenadines. No, Grenadines, Gren no, Grenada. Uh, Grenada? Okay, yeah. I don't want, I don't want, I don't want to misquote, but in other words, we go up on a tour with the man them. Mm -hmm. And me end up being the, 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 the DJ, we play the music, the man thing, dog. Assassin Marshall and Cartel at tour, bro. I mean, I tell you, say, dog. I want the best story I ever go on. The, the, the intellectual level of them artists, they bro, is one of the things that made me realize. Clark was a college man who was smart now, nah, man. This makes me need to. Because them boys are smart, dog. Right? From the entire trip, we are rhyming. You can't talk on the entire trip unless you're rhyming. So no man couldn't say nothing unless it's in a rhyme. And if you, I, I mean, it sounds hard to do, mm -hmm. but it wasn't like. Rhyme every word. You mm -hmm. just had to find a rhyme or a double syllable rhyme somewhere along the sentence to blend with the sentence that the man just said. You couldn't just say, say me there and say, Muscle, you know, we're there upon the podcast. Mm -hmm. You can't say about nothing unless you can say, Esco, you know, say, all we are going is a bad cast. <laughs> you get me say, and then Cartel would have said, Yeah, man. It's like this coming like blessing with God cast. You know what I'm saying? And then Sasko would have said, Yo. Is it messy? I just true. Is it messy? I change now from a bad pass. <laughs> and the next man shall say, Yo, God knows, uh, yo, give the sniff a bad pass. And the man passes the sniff and he just so, this, uh, so we have to talk for the thing in the dark. Otherwise, when you talk, every man stays silent. Hmm. <laughs> so it's like a game we play the entire tour and them thing that just build my rhyme bank and. They'll be them. So at the time when we are saying Tucky in your belly, bro, when we are travel with them kind of artists, they see the career with them have. And that me, they think me should have sing. Mm -hmm. You see me? That's all would I even come to tell the viewers and the listeners them say at the time when the song was, I don't even think I was entirely ready as an artist. Because you were trying to overthink what you were trying to do in the first place. Yeah, you're coming from a selector standpoint and you, you know the forward we used to get. You mm -hmm. know the, the harshness, the badness, the rate, the various 
angles used to dig out the forward from, you know, what the crowd enjoys, you know, where the hardcore forward, where the girls forward, where the lovers forward, you know, what work more, you know, what rank more, you know, what promoters book you for more. So when you, <clears throat> you need to become an artist now, you, at first, you know what I mean, we're so young, it's like, you don't know that, you know, that's something that kind of has to become you or that's something that has to choose you, in a sense, via, via either the way you look, see like, where you come from, see how you look where you come from, you know what I'm saying? The kind of company you keep, or if you even be able to make the people them believe what you're saying. So at them time that we just feel like, all right, then I just way I'll come sing with tough and bad people are gonna just work with, but um it you know, wasn't necessarily so, so but but we didn't know that. So we were trying to maybe sing some other thing or some tougher thing or some harder core lyrics and things. So when that did done, it felt good, we laughed at it, but that's what we kinda did, you know, we kinda just laugh and be like, Okay, that's fun. So people probably you, juggle this, you know. A couple of men probably juggle this when they want, you know, the girls segment when they want, you know, pick at the girls, just like what we were actually trying to do. You know what I said? Maybe some man juggle it, bro. But then it became this whole other thing. So in you guys' mind, it was almost it was a good song, but you almost seen it as a filler to fill out the rhythm type of thing. That's exactly what it was. Bruh. There was no doing this, yo, this body, yo, this I gotta take the place. Yo, I the maddest thing this, yo, dog, yo, my J, yo, Chargy Ray, yo, dog, can't wait for you hear this joke up on radio, Ray, yo, blah, blah, blah. You understand? We had harder songs, we thought. We had, I mean, when we did, I mean, it proved, cause I mean, some songs will end up come back, come revise, and then go on good, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But we had harder core stuff, we thought, at the time. That's wild. Talking about that rhythm there, this is one artist that you guys didn't really work with a lot, but on that rhythm, it was big. Bojo, how did you guys get Bojo on that rhythm at that time there too? Well, um, Bojo now is somebody I met through Sister Master from early. You know, Bojo was one of the men that we make feel like one DJ too. You know, when I actually see Bojo a foreign kind of, you know, in the early days, that DJ was kind of stereotyped. <laughs> So when we book Bujo a foreign now with Sister Mansa and Miami and I do the thing, I say, wait, I like DJ and them things that they are foreign and look so and rich and black man and mm -hmm. tug out same way, Versace glasses and the things they man, you see? So I say, all right then, can do, you know? So at the end of the day, you know, I always have a little relationship from them time there and Donovan, you know, being Sister Mansa, them around them, you know, we know Donovan Jeremy and things. So when we were doing the, the, the Gigi project now, and it started to play on radio now. This is the initial part now. So, left side fly out because when we remember, let me tell you, say, when we had the gigi reading, we're under beer pressure, you know, bro. Mm -hmm. This is what we're doing to rebuild ourselves. This is how we shot. We are saying, we are trying to shoot back off of the road because they're going like, they want to go around, which will stop spinning. Mm -hmm. So, left side fly out now, we got to deal with some business and thing, green card business and stuff. And, me, they are yard no one, you know. We put out the really man thing, but as we say, it has faced the little resistance here and there. Man, they not get the full strength, but you can't tell them they're on it, and you don't know. I read them now, really left it. So, it I get the little play and the play. And of course, them time, they, 
because we were at selector our rhythm would have fly fast through the industry so playing on the air and it get played but to the music industry it's like bomb clock to the selector they put out the rhythm now <laughs> and it's a play on the radio now the man is going to the next step because you have to think about the time when no selector have no rhythm in the mm -hmm. you understand no selector have no rhythm Renaissance the sound of a rhythm, mm -hmm. but no selector have no rhythm. True. So it's like okay, and then no no selector even Renaissance them they not build them rhythm, brother. They are good producers and arrangers, but them calling the musicians. Got you. You see me? Them calling the factors and the surroundings and the rays and the taste and the taste and then make them thing and then them gather. You know what I say? I'm actually Renaissance leave to start produce again to be honest. <clears throat> but so when we come with that now it fly through the industry and it's a play now and of course nobody don't know what the success level is at but there's cartel there's ellie it's the first time nobody has slapped back not already <coughs> in a while mm -hmm. um and some big guns are played you know the people them were really ready to select the camera no dj waiting them from them they are digital and it's mess a liquid and thing. We can go for next tangent with that now, bro. It's like on the early playout days, we bought liquid them and DJ with them from playout and learn from them. And there was the bad people them in a mobile, you know what I mean? The body, you know, say we're not necessarily full garrison. They must right now the middle where we them uptown garrison everywhere. Mm -hmm. So we know them longer time and thing and used to listen to them when them go turn both master in and lip up on one or two and tape them with cassette and thing. You see me? So upon meeting the man, them back in a, in a sound thing up a Dan Carleone and thing when, you know, the world means to tell the G them, them thing. They understand, say, you know, bro, a long time it's a far from, you see me, from them days they were watching thing and pray. So the money always give you a strength. Mm -hmm. like, we're, we're like the same, same kind of dudes, you know? See, liquid sure. come and I sing now to one thing and, and find success in it. So we're, we're all the same kind of dudes, you know? We ain't produce one of big really man, bro. So, them man there was the man they was just giving it the raw strength and that's not care so bojo here now i asked bulby big up to bulby calling bulby uh, the next general mm -hmm. you know what i mean as i'm saying bro you know as a young youth in the music you can't come in and hold no harder in the fun you can't come in and one of the legends and the greats and the thing it's just making your journey harder it's just sure. making your journey shorter too because your longevity lies in the people who respect you and gonna keep your life to family. You can't keep yourself alive in your own mind, you know. And I feel like you're gonna popularize. People gotta keep you alive and, and, and rate you and, and, and speak highly of you for your things to carry on. So, Bulby now, thank God we don't live bad with nobody. Bulby in the studio with Buju when, of course, them they're on a, a, a Carlisle and the thing a beat out. If you wanna listen to DJ Win and then they have a juggle the rhythm. <laughs> And uh, you know, cause you know, killer them say cartel, so DJ win from them time they are say cartel too. Ellie them the whole thing, Alliance Ray Ray, so the whole thing I take time from a one network and the selector them were ready to push out the rhythm full strength, bloop it a beat, it a pull up, people are getting it and them head. So would you call now and, and say and, and ask Bulby in the yard now and say, Bulby, who who this? Put out the rhythm, they don't know say I'm the first one, the vice one already. Matter of fact, I mean, tell the man him say this will come out because the man did have giggy rhythm as an idiot rhythm in the studio. And me tell him say I want vice for it and put it out. So all the man, man first slap over the rhythm and call <laughs> me. So Bulby now called me up and I say, yo, um, I have an artist here who say, 
and them first vice from Gigi and you know vice them. Thank God me never hype my brother. So one of the time in my mind, you know, me I tell the truth, in a, I tell the honest recollection, in my mind, I'm a young mind. I don't have cartel and Ellie them or some money you know. And here we know, a couple of the young, the older artists them do me something which I don't know what I should call them. Probably they not call them still. Mm -hmm. But some man at the time who we never have no link with anyway, just because we are a new entity and they're a DJ when some man play, them just come so bloop and vice and send fire. Never ask them, never read, never nothing, never read them, I never learn a strength in that day in them life, they never give you a dub plate, they never give you a jingle. And them send the file. Hmm. See? Never discard them files still. You see what I say? Mm -hmm. But I'm just going to try to show you my gym. So, anyway, lo and behold, I take the phone from Bulby and my mind. He said to me, say, Yo, my brother said, Bulby, can't bother with no more old artists who are going to try to force sample on the juggling now, you know. <laughs> Especially because, you know, them times that the bigger artists never used to give strength as as Ray. You see me, I really kill them, and then more after so cartel them really change that whole strength thing there. You know, there's no say yo that I want to have to strengthen the youth, them better feel. So I nearly go on the phone with the attitude them bro, like yo, we can't man, you know, but it's gonna stay silent, you know, which more while as I'm saying. Listen and observe first. So we did and listen first until we hear the man come up on the phone and say, Is which young youth have the audacity to slap over the giggy rhythm and didn't voice the original artist that made the rhythm of it? Do you know I can sue you and take away your rights, son? So, right then and there, you know, the, the intelligence and the voice, you know, say, he's not a normal person, but I never really spoke to Butcher on the phone. So you know, you hear a voice, it could have been Megabantan, it could have been various, mm -hmm. it could have been a man or a trick. We in the left side of the voice thing all the while. Mm -hmm. Be a man device. You may wonder, you know. I respond now as you know, as a young uptown youth, I say, um, with whom am I speaking, sir? Man said, This is one Mark Mary, aka Butcher Bantan. You don't know this vice, this is the world vice. Listen to me, sir. You're gonna find yourself around to the Carlisle studio right now with the rhythm all right and also if you're a good producer bring a couple more rhythms to submit to the club <laughs> and that the exact the man said to me dog the conversation stuck in my mind like yesterday brother i knew when i reached out to you it was going to be a good conversation but i had no idea my brother. None. it was going to be like this Dog, we are telling my G, it's like, you know, it's a blessing and, you know, I mean, the, the time that's passed and the things that we do is, is really, you know, it's amazing for real, fam. Like, this recollection still have me in awesome. So, Buja called, you know, and sent me for coming on the left side, is away. So, come so boom, I'm flicking at the car and go around there and all the vibes with him and Bulby and thing, and of course, Buja Deli and him are doing thing, you know? Haven't heard from Buju in a while. People they must say alone, one drop him and do a dance on in a while. So, Bulby did that. I him and I said, DJ, you know, a dance on, you're gonna give them now in a year. Yeah, think them this now in a J. I kick you out. You see, read him at, watch when you touch it, I blaze, you're gonna blaze it now. Bloop, 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 bloop. DJ start um something now and thing and very reggae esque, you know, very melodious and black. So, you know, 
Guy Balbi Alco. Elbo, Balbi, Balbi, you know, the general, tell the general say, no? Tell the general say, you don't know, dog, you know? New thing, man. Is it a new thing, dog? Is it? Because <laughs> you don't know, you can't jump up now. We're going to jump up in a booty mm-hmm. when you're five, when you're going to fight the big, the Shiloh, Grammy Vice, or whatever. Mm-hmm. And you go jump up, but no, dada, you don't like that. You understand? So I'm just give Balbi the elbow and say, Balbi, come on, man, you know, take the G's the young youth, them thing, and even though I throw back with him, Mm-hmm. Oh, something fresh and thing. A girl is thing or a girl thing or something. So, but you say, yo, Buji, you know what? You know something, young you think, man. The youth of the world, you hear that, Buji, man. Come on, Buji, man. Remember, remember knowing that left side of the ass, because you see that the youth are and one of them are really knowing that. Come on, give me something, give me a girl this thing, man. Free, free, freestyle, so matter of fact. All, all them days, Buju will want, man. Me come, me have a record, and Baldi go around in the blood clock, mixing board you. I say, come, me a record. All time Buju style. Freestyle, let's go around the mic and let's freestyle. Uh, God bless Baldi. Bro. So Buju go around now in a theme boat, you understand? Leg or something. And they got something on me, I'm like, in my, in my flow, something, no, the girls, them running, go so, so, over me, over me, go so, and grab Bobby, I said, Bobby, <laughs> see if that, is it me? And Bobby, I said, do you go to school, let's come on, me can't stop and save nothing, me can't stop and save nothing, you want to DJ me, I have to just record everything, but he did it, so I did it, and he might go over the whole thing, and he might float him, thing, no, and, Little more in the, in the flow, and goes up. My baby mother said, My bad, me too bad, me too bad. But because of rrr, I raise forward, no one. He come around now for listening and thing. And we are pick out from it, and he must say, Yo, start with baby mother said, My too bad. I'm going say, Dada, no, please, just trust me. Over me, out the road, no. You see me, I say, and the man said, No, man, because everybody did mash up in the studio, and the man said, My baby mother said, My bad, me too. But you know, I, I, I don't know the nostalgia of them just doing dance hall and the voice and everything star. But when you listen to that, you select the man where you do the producing and thing, you kind of know, say, mm-hmm. it wants something little before that. That just tough, you know. To give you the hype, just to taxi it down the road. Some, it, it, what we call is like an introduction punch. Mm-hmm. That punch, too, you know. Is, but it's like this, the step down before a next punch. So it's a punch too, but you know you're anticipating something bigger to come, but you still are getting people them something for thump them earlier. So I said to him, boy, the part they can't go on in the front and every man, 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 war feet and thing now. And he's like, man, I said, all right, let's make it work, you know? Mm-hmm. And Bulby, man, I tell him, gee, dog, man, yo, we're school, no, man. Like Bulby just look for me now and him kind of see now as a young youth say, let's go them now, get to say what they need to say, you know? Mm-hmm. So, boy, be the shout out. Buju, yeah, yeah, forget you, them women, when them ones still in the car, remember, say, I did that, them go, 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 push it now in the young world, you know. It, it must seem like that part, the upper, the front, and rear, and you see me, I say, go some plate back on the point, the Buju, you know, must never realize it. In flow off the part, they never even pick up. Mm. So, when him hear it back, he must say, Buck, buck, like, nah, man, buck, buck, buck. And we end up just. Shift it round and start the song, the song, you just go back and we just piece together now, bring the over me up at the front and then drop baby mother with two bad at the second part and then the DJ go back around there and then him, after that he never stop. From we catch the first four, 
the first eight. Mm -hmm. The rest of the song, the dog got one take. The stories behind these songs are so amazing and crazy that it's it's ridiculous, bro. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because remember, us as a general public, we only hear the final product. We don't know if it took you five minutes to record this three-minute song or if it took you three months to record this song. Bro, all of this is happening in this fucking struggle. That may I try to tell you, this is all happening in the struggle. You know, so that's why homeboys are way in foreign trying to do some things and make things happen. When Buju them call me in a farm, I just chill me, I chill on the block, you know, with a cat, you know, me, G. I'm just sending her home fast you know, and, and, and touch the studio, call me, I say, hey, to all we broke now, and Buju call me in at the time now, this, you understand? I've got this now. <laughs> I, I feel the wrath and feel the struggle and say, yo, the money did that thing and the selector thing and the things and I showed up to beer people and it's like, watch you know. Hmm. So, you know, that's why I'm always, I never leave out my entertainment brothers either. You know what I say? Every artist from day one till now, everybody who record and show back gigi come right back up now. It's like, me and the money, we can't even get for no bad level my G because, you know, there was so much going on and so much that some people did and so much times them come and show up. I mean, we're talented at everything, but them come and show up and represent for with talent too and help us put it on the forefront. You see me? Mm -hmm. So, would you really just kind of call us in when to hear the reading, bro? So, it's testament to, you know, staying true to your struggles, staying real, staying uh, still ready for success, even though you're struggling, fam. You get it 100%. I'm surprised that, where am I wrong? Is Kilana reading? All right, so here comes another story now. We might need another podcast, my bro. So watch this now. So, Bujo Vice now, left side is away, me comes to Buma Mix the rhythm. Right? Um, of course, the dog leave him. You know, let me, let me just clarify everything for even the Pro Tools review and Ray, because you know, a, lot of, a lot of people used to, and I don't know, I've heard that even left side said this. I don't know how true it is, but I hear people like to cast judgment as to who did what and who did the work. <coughs> we were a good team. You know what I'm saying? In other words, me feeling when we can fill in and me learn from him when we can learn from. But the aim was a team of versatile people. So whatever I knew he was learning, whatever he knew I was learning. So <coughs> he taught me how to build beats. You know what I mean? I bought the first drum machine. You know what I'm saying? Him buy the first Pro Tools, me understand it a little bit more. You understand what I say? We always offset me with certain business. We like to talk to people more oriented. You know what I say? I mean, there's no shame in anything. The first rhythm them, I him they build them. It was the body rhythm builder. Me learn. You understand? But who take the vocal them? Who was where? I was there. Me. Who was helping writing? I was there to me. Sometimes the dog never did. I me take the vocal. You know what I mean, both your situation, same thing. Well, after a while, it was me taking the whole of the cartel vocal them because me wake up early in the morning and me burn the weed and I want that party, the dog no smoke at the time. And so, you know, it was a team of balance, fam. So, at this case now, in the budget situation, um, left side mix the rhythm and we'll leave a preset file set back now. So, when we get budget voice, we just come in, we we'll balance up the vocal. The only thing I did was I bal bal balance budget vocal and I, I, I added the kick now, more places. Mm -hmm. In the beat, that's why the bujo started to become a little heavier. Yeah, it sounds it has a different mix than the other ones. Right, and the other ones has that that kick pasted with the, with the snare and stuff that gets the beat heavier as it grows. But nobody will use that right through. So when I got the bujo, I was like, yo, you know, for the punch, 
just tie that kick and shit and stuff. So, you know what I mean? The really was already mixed and then I just came out and had some touches and anyway, boom, bounce it and got the budget out before the dog even come out. So, when I got the budget out now, that's how the frenzy start, brother. That's all I can tell you about the bounty part now. The frenzy start this now. As when Bujo Vice now and it dropped, you know, a different frenzy, especially from IRFM now. The rest of man them start pick it up. You see me say the big A's and the mighty mics and the real God rest him soul. You see me say all of them man they start pick it up now and start flag it now because Bujo is back on dance hall. <clears throat> especially for two young youth producer, selector, the story is huge. <clears throat> and the song hot. You understand? Then now, those um, Irish selectors begin, you know, to show the true justice now. Because they play the old juggling called Buju Dede now, and Tucky in your belly are playing now. And the people them start to call down the radio station and say, oh, which face is it a man that? You understand? Who mm-hmm. that can nobody know them artists there at the time, you know, the voice and the song art and who's so bright and feel so reason to say that and then it actually a work, you know. Mm-hmm. People are laughing and thing and nobody wasn't telling anybody at the time, you know what I mean? So it was just like two new youth, man, two new youth, you know. So the anticipation started to build, start to build, start to build until now. One day sunshine called me and said, Are you this? And she played the song. And we said, Yeah. And she said, Biggie, I played for about 30 minutes now. <laughs> yeah. She said, Biggie, I played for about 30 minutes now. But you know, Wayne Marshall, yeah, I played some FIFA at the time, Star. Mm. You know, because I'm saying, we in this Gideon, and we are, you know, bro, they were leading from them, and I know, sorry, they were up a bro yard, and we hang out still left side, they are foreign and thing. Yeah, man, she said, Yo, are you the big air place? I'm flicking on the radio now, and big air did I flag it now the day the dog? And I tell her, says, like, big air flag it. And she said, Yeah, man, she get the rhythm from before and I play, but she didn't get our song. Mm-hmm. So I'm saying, I'm back my song now on the Buju, and after big air on the Saturday morning. You know, the morning, but right after big air, then comes at the time of sunshine, and then right after sunshine was DJ winning. Right after DJ mm-hmm. Wayne come get my ticket. So that day they know, that Saturday now, which I don't remember the date, man, was the day now, bro. Mm-hmm. Where really realize it happened now. You see me say? Consistent play every this DJ now. So call left side of fire now and say, yo, bro, you need to come home now, you know, it look like we'll catch. So you must say, what do you mean? You must say, oh, the rhythm I get at him. I say, no, you know, so we need to call you, the rhythm I go and go, you know, come reach a Miami and so man, I played and thing 99 jams. Me, I said, dog, no. Mm-hmm. Not the rhythm. We get. Mm-hmm. We, me and you. Him said, what do you mean? Me said, dog, right now, the people them I said, somehow, the song of me and you do, I want the best, I, I want the top song that we are playing on the rhythm. So man laughed. The man said, dog, stop fuck with me, man. What do you mean? What do you mean? So for me, you better not bang the song with this. I said, bro. Repeat, me just hear Big A them slap it off. Sunshine is now about to come in and I eat. Mm-hmm. So the man said, them I play our song now. Man said, stop fuck with me, bro. What do you mean? Them I play our song or them I play our... Them just juggle it, juggle it, like play it in the mix. Or like juggle it and pull it up. I said, dog, five and six and seven pull up. Eight, second verse, everything. The dog said, yo, me I come home tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Never reached tomorrow, but he done them father a couple of days. Boom, him come in now. 
we start touch the road and do more promo now. We decide to print 45 now out of our own pocket. Is it me? Print some 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 um is it me at the time? Some they could get some mix CD, mixtape and something. Push out the rhythm now. Rhythm and get hot. No, sorry. Push out the rhythm now. Mm-hmm. About to print the vinyl. Link killer now in the club. Them time in the club name Asylum. Mm-hmm. <laughs> See the man name in the club, the rhythm and play. Step over to the general now and I say, yo, general, you don't know. Brr, brr. We I say, you know, that giggy rhythm thing and that throwback thing, it come like it, I get packed for you, you know? You don't know your strength. Can't go so boom and still like we I get a thing where I thump the road and we not come for you. You see me, I say, mm-hmm. look at song on this. You don't know the general and the general, and as we said, it's like, Musically, I'm general, but person to person, every man a big man. Mm-hmm. So, big man to big man, you know that people make different wrong choices. People make, you know, whatever. Them might not be feeling something at the time. That might not be what they're on. You see me? But artists to artists and general to somebody where I get strength. I don't know if maybe because. We never link the dog first. Or uh, what? But it's just one of them things that me even say, yo, when somebody has gear strength, bro, you can't count strength. Yeah. And then you're going like you want to get fucking pissed off when somebody don't give the strength either. When is it on the time when you need it, dog? Just remember, you get strength right through, you know. But I'm not sure why, but when mm-hmm. we went in the club, the dog said, fuck Choback, we don't go back. <laughs> <laughs> You get me, I say? And I remember I said to him, say, General, don't do with that star. From we come to you as a young youth, them. And I say, yo, I could have heard. And him said back, him, I say, yeah, well, maybe you, but I don't know about that right now. And I would have said, all right, you know? Mm-hmm. I would have stayed in the club. And thing. Um, that did later cause a little sour vibes between left side and killer for a little while too. Mm-hmm. But we can't talk, we don't have to do any of that. <clears throat> but anyway, so we do that now and the dog did a record. But at the time, the streets never have the bojo. The bojo did just reach to a couple exclusive man because of how fast it was going. Mm-hmm. The whole process. And because we're both a print 45 and everything, we I say, oh, the budget would help sales, you know? Mm-hmm. People are going to run, go back, and really been out a little bit, and 45 them are pressed late. So the budget would help the sales now. So me, I said to the dog, say, oh, you know, we're not going to let go the budget right now. We're just get some key people so that also the budget not come overshadow mm-hmm. the rest of song them, you know? Because the budget come with a steam, you know, man. Because we must have them time Cartel them still young, Ellie still young, everybody still young. So both of them are big old stalwarts. So. And then the rhythm of enough song now and you know. Anyway, so all the bojo I will print it now and things. So them time then at the club when the gigi play, killer they never hear the bojo or nothing like that. I never know the heat. Mm-hmm. 
So the rhythm continue to heat up the road now, and of course the dog they done tell we say, nah go back, you know. And you know them man, them have them stubborn things. So the man, them man, them say that they nah go too. He done, he done make a decision in the moment, and I. Mm-hmm. You know, we know Godfather and everything, so we accept that and us now, so I saw the things said. So he said that already, so we just continue to chat on now and promote now, like, you know? We know, we run with this thing, we like them tired. <clears throat> um, see back the dog in the club now, and... I don't know if I jump the dog, junk or what, the general, and junk and think, I got to him and I say, yo, G, really, man, kick up hard now, you know, man, man say, but my voice on the gigi, but my voice on the real gigi. So, I say, what do you mean the real gigi? Mm-hmm. So, I say, youth, then look how I look for you, for voice, for song. After, you know, come talk about really, man, reality. So, I say, but, left side, I say, but, you know, he said, fuck, throw back, we know, go back, you know. So, the man say, you, take can take club talk and run with that reality. <laughs> I want to you, man. They will always give you the strength. Mm-hmm. Call me, I call him now, forget the rhythm, man. Can't get the rhythm, so steal it. And I said, they will rise one month, so I'm just going to fight it for steal it one. So, we have to steal it. Rest in peace, steal it, the great, and clearly. So, apparently, now, when we arise the rhythm, man, it go on now. I don't know if, I don't know if they said. They were working on it at the same time during our idea. Hmm. Or if it's when our own come off, then decide to them have brush off the dust off of that because them have them have that. You understand? Mm-hmm. I can't be there for that, so I don't want to speak for them. But still them started to record up for them gigging now once our own started to get a steam. Cause we never hear about it before. Mm-hmm. To be fair, you understand? So how come all of a sudden now, when our own come on now, here comes a man with Gigi and he might try voice and the rest of the artists, they might not voice on our own. So you know, Celia, a bigger producer for we at the time, that was our first real thing. Mm-hmm. So Killer claim same did I give you a look for and we couldn't find it. Vice for Steely one. You see me? So left side, they feel like them do that deliberately. You see me? Um, after a while, I just felt the same way too, because I said to myself, say, we never hear about Funa Gigi any at all. And we definitely never grow on no studio, because Steely, them studio, as much as we know Steely and Peavy, and we rate them and we actually emulate them, never visit them studio yet. So, and I could hear it or say, yo, it'll come out or nothing anyway. So we are saying, them are the one and kill a vice for that one. So, you know, we felt a little betrayed at the time. But as we said, we never account strength. You know, we get enough strength. So, we never account strength. But as a competitive people, we are. Mm-hmm. I'm, you know, I mean, we're well competitive to farm. So, you know, decide, say, yo, eh, I smash, we are going to smash that. You know, that can't compare to what we are doing. Furthermore, we are selected and race. So, you know, we start circle more party now to and You see what I say? Sometimes when it really my juggle me, I'll take the microphone and talk and hype it myself to make sure say the hype, you know? Turn up. And of course the whole budget thing and the element. And it, you know me, we well plan it out and produce it and put whole heap of time, art, effort, laugh, tears, sleepless night, whole heap of spliff, go, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying, going to this thing. Yeah, so. 
I was it just have that more, you know, new life and thing. And of course, we build the rhythm left side smartly, build the rhythm lighter and more foreign friendly. And you know, because we are traveling and we see what it needs. The last run, the steel of the moon was a little bit too rough and analog. Or rough in the analog, we thought. So, anyway, their own comes out and our own come out. Feed them on Japa Gum and our own begin to take on now. So, all the rest of the artists them now who they are planned for vice and steal them on and cleave it on start to link with now. So, come the numbers reached about 30 or something. If you look on the album, I don't remember how much people voiced on that fucking track because it's like, you know what I mean? We never want to show no Arden, but they were the kind of one that shows it. All right, then who go record on the right one? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Who's going to take that one and then who's going to take the right, the right one? Because at the end of the day, remember, Steely Giggy been playing in party for years upon years, so the Sonics would have to be somewhat new for the people them nowadays to accept it. You can't come back, you can't dust off the tape and use back the same thing. They have to build it back out of the fresh thing. Then. You know, the thing them out of the Triton at the time and the motif and the things them over there I use at them time. Then. So anyway, we being competitive decide say, yo, you know, we have a voice everybody panic then. Since they try act like says a gigi competition, young youth style, we decide say, right, we have voice everybody pan that blood clot, you know. We end up to start voice and everybody panic now and of course our owners decide to take over. So killer them decides they want to re-record on our own and i'm not sure if it ever did come out because to, to the way we steal them only just kind of never catch and the sonics were just really different you know what i mean? so it's like even when kill our song would mix in with the rest of our song like i tried that for a while mixing in the two gig them but our one was a little bit more softer and cleaner theirs was a little bit more rougher and you know so Kill the try vice back on own at the time. I don't remember if he did and if he released it or what. Them time that the song count, it just get out of control for me, fam. Cause, you know, to mix and put out so much song and everything and really at the time, 30 song, and it wasn't even like super fast pro tools and them time, like no, isn't it? So And the crazy thing with it is remember. You guys had like four or five songs. You put on your song as the sixth to try yeah. to stretch it. And then now the thing's gone completely. bro. Yeah. So, and that's kind of how success happens. You know what I'm saying? That's why you can't mm -hmm. do five if you have to just kind of be ready and be prepared. And I, I believe that also you should, you know, try, welcome it with open arms, ingratiate people to a point as much as you can, you know, tie up some more people, blessing to upon the success. It will make it bigger sometime, bro. I mean, I can only say that because I'm here, I've lasted this long and I'm still able to be here working on big stuff and big projects and still be a relevant name because of how it's set, you know? Yeah. So I realized that all those people who I worked with, I mean, they said to make millions, you got to serve millions. So I mean, mm. the more artists, the more people you work with as a producer, as an as a artist, as a writer, as the more millions ever end up served through the medium, though. You understand. So, yeah, so I think that's, that's, that's kind of what worked for us in that time. And you know, I think that's a good way to go, if I can say so. True. Okay, so then you guys take off with that rhythm there. That's a throwback. What mm -hmm. came next? Was it the galore or the dem time there? Galore came second, and then dem time they came third. You know. Okay, so then with galore, this is the introduction of Idonia now, because that had chicken head on it. Right, mm -hmm. and um, <clears throat> scatter had Idonia at the time, and because 
you know, we left side used to knock with him for Skepta and stuff, you know, when he met him artists and we were one of the first people him call it. I don't know, I was like, you know, me to walk and play I don't know CD for the whole industry, my G is like <laughs> I don't know if anybody know, but if you ask Marshall or Cartel or anybody who make them know about I don't know, me used to walk with a CD there and I play that everywhere in my car, my G, because from here, that thing, me I say, no, sir. I mean, I forgot to Cartel, because Cartel never used to listen to people at all. Cartel used to listen to Copa Jack Cure. Um, he would listen like Marshall, them and the thing, them and the song, them already. Never used to listen to himself too much. Some blood clad, Celine Dion, some Ross clad souls, and some different kind of genre. And, you get in you know, a one Jackie or here and there, and you see me, two more, a few more, more artists than we're missing. But he never raped no other artists. I mean, at the time he was a top lyricist, he was a generation leader, nobody never close. He would have listened to Sassin too. You know what I mean? But nobody was really that close. So when Donna then they come in, I mean, they actually bring the CD to him in the morning and flick it in the and say, DJ, you have to hear this, you know? As a guy. So that was the whole time, I, and then now. Because he was so is that we we're trying to work with him and, uh, and you know what I mean? Really get him out there with us. Because he did have something, Lolly and something, but I guess he was creative, but he needed some people who were already in the industry and dubbed as being creative. Mm-hmm. For sure. For, for say, see a creative man, we had something creative with him. Just, you know, you just can't do the role in creative company for mm-hmm. people to say, oh yeah, you're creative. So. You know what I mean? And that was him. That was all him with theme creativity. And you know what I mean? We just end up doing the sampling part to make it sound real. And thing now, Galore was just <clears throat> us trying to follow up to um, Throwback Gigi. But also, after we did to- Throwback Gigi, as I told you, mm-hmm. the people just still try to go around with like selector wise, you know? And we weren't used to the same kind of broad play that we used to give people or that we think that an artist should get. So. Mm-hmm. We actually went to play some places, and that's how we actually went to ATI, you know, to play Gigi and to play um, something to excite the crowd. And left side build Doctor Evil mm-hmm. to try excite the crowd in addition to the regular juggling rhythm. And then now we play that, and then that catch on as well. So the idea was to now follow Gigi with. I read him where left side and Esco can voice, and then he can use this new character upon it as well. You see me? And then now, so we did a left side and Esco song, and then we did a Dr. Evil song. Mm-hmm. But that first one wasn't really the thing. It was like a social commentary kind of style, and I mean, that's kind of fucked up when you think about it, because it's like, <laughs> the people them they just want to hear the lone fuck, because the dog really never did aim to just do that kind of quirky stuff. It was like, in the dad do some social commentary night, who was really trying to turn it into something more broad and message-like, you know? <clears throat> but that never worked, so we did the left side of Esco song, he did a Dr. Evil song, the rest of the artists started to record, me and Marshall them right, forgot them, mm-hmm. and, you know? couple of them other songs, the cartel come in and hear the rhythm and just say, I like the next rhythm this cause, you know, them man, they was already working on a frequency, so them man just goes and say, okay, me vice first on the last rhythm, and it, it and the biggest thing, I don't need to ask anybody about vice in first, second, or third, I just need to know if I the next rhythm this, then just come in and the studio, left side of them, and then just say, are the next rhythm this? Yeah, I'm just say, him said to me, what kind of song you want? Mm-hmm. 
And one of the favorite cartel lemma me, one of my favorite cartel lemma all the time. Badman, Lukuman, Bukuman, Bukuman, Dukuman, the fly, Burban, Futuman, Fireman, Badest cartel at the time. So I just said, him said, Dog, we need a flow like Lukuman in our man. I say, eh? I say nothing. <laughs> and Tepo, Mark, is it? I say, mm-hmm. and come back in with some Heineken and come and say, I walk the track. Left side, let's go. Mekwichi, buy out the bar. Man, you start drinking the Heineken, save that dog. I say, yo, Mekwichi, buy out the bar because we all got funds. And just give me about the same exact style of my axe for that. Man, just leave the building for about a half hour. Leave the studio for about a half hour. And just return with some six pack of Heineken and just come back and I say, yo, fly the mic there. Left side, let's go. Make we drink. <laughs> and we did start blood clot, drink me, G. And the man just dead and sit the Heineken and just lay them down for, isn't it? In a film style, you know. Anybody know Gaza Vice, you know, from them time they are a, a left side Esco Dan Carleone and these young producers mm-hmm. help Cartel and these and some of those artists with them early recording craft, make them know say, all right, split the lead, put one up one down, do vice with two leads and two doubles in the message. Quick, quick. Um so yeah, him come in, come drop that now and then the song them start. Of course we have the art reading, some more man start forward and but we don't have the don't yet every so we'll check back early them and all the people who give it the early strength to you know what I say? Um and it was just good, you know, some of the songs in the mechanic and some kind of you know more than some I think the numbers was too big on the second reading. How many how many people do you guys have on the second one reading? It, it got out of hand too, cause you know we did at already, so you know we tried to keep it small. I'm sure it got to almost twenty. Enough song that probably people never hear about. I know there was Shano, there is um mm. Donia, left side at Esco, then left side at left side by three song Panda already did it, bro. So he made sure to make sure say him find something more. You know what I say? You know what I mean? To be honest with you, at that time it's like And I'm just doing this one for your podcast as an exclusive. You know what I say? Mean? Muscle is like at that time, one of the artists them did a murmur. I never said anything to him. But everybody was like, dog, so left side of put three songs on the rhythm, bro. Cause you don't know every man I try to get a place. A man say, alright, then read him and so much man have a voice on that. You see me? And if you look on the probably the release, I think the dog make sure I release all three of him sang them and then you know it was just me and one of them sang them. <laughs> Half out, you know? So it's like them did a murmur at them time, you know, but a whole heap of song did get panarin there, bro. A whole heap of song did get panarin there. Rightfully so, I mean, I'm not saying he shouldn't have, you know what I'm saying? Maybe we shouldn't have released all of them, but like, you know, the social commentary, the, me agree, because the man did a try to sing a clean song, social commentary, and the people them did a go and like say, yo, it feel tameish. So, he just decides to drop the, the thing where he got ATI with and bust the place with him. Just say, yo, fuck social commentary. <laughs> yeah, drop the thing where run the place at ATI and just work with that. Mm. I would just drop that time on the gallery with him in the last now and that helped it to get to our next level too. Because you know, that whole Dr. Evil thing was crazy for me. I didn't even like it at first, my G. I'm sure them everybody gone on record and saying that. I mean, I, I like it for what it is, but like, you know, when he first heard it, I just like, same thing. We were just too young. He didn't like it. Yeah, so it was, it was just creative. It's where you're now creating something. Let's see what sticks. Because we, we're in the driver's seat right now. We that's put what I really always respect. So let's see what happens. And to this day, I, anybody can, I don't lie about the situation, bro. That's exactly what my advice to him is like, bro, test that shit. Because right now, 
you know, we're in this creative zone and we don't know what work, but we don't like it. And he was like, he was almost not going to let the selector leave with it. And Pepsi from Renaissance was like, yo, nah, man, I don't mean I like this, bro. I'm going to play it and see. I'm going to test it. And that turned out to be his biggest Dr. Evil song. And that turned out to be him big something and reality and ultimately what grow the ego now and start to make things like become this competition. You get me what I say? So <clears throat> it's like all the success and the thing of that now mm -hmm. is like, as I say, it's like here, here you see now it, the, the whole thing starting to form where a man is kind of pushing out females rightfully so to try and be competitive. Mm -hmm. But vice in three songs from the rhythm and everybody else have to put out one, you know what I'm saying? Me have to put out half. <laughs> um, so I remember did I go on and ran TNT and from that point, you know, mm -hmm. we saw that, you know, the dog certain little things started to change, you know, go to certain shows and do tell you and you just hear because you never want to go out that night. Oh, I'm going to stay home with my baby and think, oh, it's all right. Yeah, man, cool. And when you see a performance go on. You know what I say? <clears throat> Which I never mind. We never really had any restrictions on the part of that. But just in retrospect, I look at signs that would have a recollection thing. So anyway, that really was good. And I felt like, you know, we still had a good unity. Everybody still had a good unity there. You know what I mean? But at the end of the day, you know, certain things did that show still. Mm -hmm. So we did that. And then them time they came now, which of course we decided to slow down the numbers this time as you see because mm -hmm. the first two really had too much numbers um you know we decided that since we're kind of in a we went knock over then galore we kind of went original with our go like a mixture of the two and you could you could hear that in the dem time there because the dem time the sounds that's exactly what it sounds it sounds like a version of the giggy just it has that feel to it, but it doesn't sound like it, but it has that same feel to it. Right. Well, what it is, is like it's a little bit because, I mean, our left side knock it, you know what I'm saying? But like the conversations we had were like, you know, something not necessarily giggy or galore, mm -hmm. um, but something with a, you know, good songs that had the same kind of ray, kept us in the same kind of vibe, nothing too lewd. And then, of course, more of one of our favorite producers, which is Dave Kelly. Mm. Like Dave Kelly is us. You know what I said? Dave Kelly don't even understand some of the youth them where well, well, love and rate and respect him and inspire. And like, even Dave Kelly, them know, say, him couple show them where him there and DJ, man, that they sound and look forward and I said, love, all them stranger. Uh, you know what I said? And I, I, I think them and Dave Kelly, I feel like when, when I listen to 45 them, we used to, if I'm on music, buy them a blood clot, Aquarius, or half a tree. Mm -hmm. We used to listen to them, bro, and know when a Dave I sing some of the shampoo, them and some of the intro, them and some of the hook, them. That was like our favorite thing to do. To so discover where Dave, exactly. where Dave Kelly is tricking the crowd. Mm -hmm. That was seriously, that was like one of our favorite things to do to listen to Dave record them when they put them out and hear where he placed his voice. Mm-hmm. And you see, we come do the same thing. We end up influenced by the same thing. We start to place our voices on productions to with the artist. It's the influence of Dave Kelly. Okay. Sham was left side favorite DJ. You know what I mean? 
Sham was the man who made me feel like me could have DJ because he's a brown man. You get what I said? At the end of the day, Marita and Grumong, Sham Paul, them and Danny Ruth and corrupt them, but mm-hmm. I wanted to be more of a Sham like DJ brother. We had more songs. I mean, corrupt them and Dan and Danny Ruth and, and, and Sean at the time were excellent at what they did in terms of bringing that newness and that new swag and the new style. Oh man, I wanna beg. And them things, they're gonna see a cadaver like a slave. The man, them of them flaring at that, but. Sham them can DJ anything. Babylon boy, I remember those days when is it say from them time that you see me rolling in my bands, making my money. Is not saying you can count social commentary and at the day when you, when you when you're a fan of Bunty King and you're a fan of those kind of artists, Bujo Bantan and Ray, you wanna be the broadest DJ you can possibly be. So Sham they represent the brown man where broad as an artist to me. Spraga. Mm-hmm. So you know, um, it was just influenced, but Dave Kelly, you know, was who we had in mind and say, yo, you know what, we're not going to knock back, because at the end of the day, what we never like is the facts, eh? You know what I mean? When a man a knock back, a, 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 the rhythm of the great, he not add nothing to feel, to feel him, not be like influence, he just go back and knock back the man them rhythm. You understand? But I really like that. I mean, even though some rhythm deserve a run back, but make the man them run back with them rhythm, dog. Don't knock back for them thing exact. Mm-hmm. You see me add, add your flavor to the thing, or else it wouldn't. Yeah, be in other words, bring it back. Say, Esco, where I thought about Gigi was, it wasn't exact. It was close though, mm-hmm. and the reason it had to be so close is because we did look at in in the industry. So you wanted to build something that was as close to familiar, but it's still if you listen to it, it's on a different key. It probably on the key of um, what the next song from Gigi I don't remember, but it's on a different key of another song, uh, another Gigi reading version. It's not stealing them key upon. So it's lighter, it's race. It was a little different than same thing with them time days. Like it was a la, you know, it, it, we wanted it to feel like showtime, but have the energy of broke out. Mm. You see me, but still have the left side of Esco vibe to it. This little newness, this little hardcore provoke to dance out of nowhere. You see me, whether you like we are not. Mm-hmm. Crazy, because this is now, this is where I don't Got the break right now, right? On, mm-hmm. And I mean, Vada them they done at two, and it's like Vada them was on on the, on the come up too, and at the same time, you know, we want to keep helping him because we actually had the first Vada too. Here comes another tangent, Funa. So when Vada them were on Sharon Burke and Killer them used to have to fight the radio man them for vice the young artists. Mm-hmm. We were the man them were on there that was giving them young artists the any microphone time or any look pan. Movada was on that same reading Friday the thirteenth, let me tell you about. So you know what I say? And it's real Makai we had bro. They ain't the real Makai. So you check it out, we had two of the first big songs from Vada and Cartel, bro, because we had tried straight the man man early, we wasn't ready. Yeah. And this is why when they sang them for do over, we never had no problem. You know what I'm saying? It's like Sarani, them really man, them do over the song now. Vada, them wasn't as prolific as a singer at them time. Them wasn't sounding as good, man. And I'm not a fucking of a song good at all, dog. You know what I'm saying? David worked on craft, bro. When the man did the man said that dream and lyrics, man, walk and walk and walk and sing and sing and sing and sing and develop that. That muscle where you see my Vada have no dinner work, exercise. And they go everywhere and sing it until it get on tune. So at them time, we you know we had Friday thirteenth. We have cartel, cartel at 
you know, see some other song that they understand them voice and keyboard them thing a little sharp. You know, the people it, it never connect the right way and stuff. So, but, but we always know say Makai was a big song dog, that's why we did take it. So we had both those songs and then at the end of the day, so when he was on him trip got up to you know the dog, we were straight to right away and we could have helped each other. We we're on about the same size them time then. You know what I mean? In terms of we as producer and artists and him as where he was in his career at the time, we we're about mm -hmm. on equal level. So that was a good thing for us. Him to just jump on easy come with me and link one away with Tanso. You get me I say? Um yeah, and as I said, for people who want to talk about the work at left side and Esco, enough of them songs then at them time, they know I me mean, I take the vocal them because at them time they have to say, probably probably when if, if Craig ever watched this or anybody ever tell him and him say, him hear me say yo the artist them did a frowns behind him back. When him put out three songs on um Galore. He will notice that I'm telling the truth because at the end of the day, pan um them time they read him and me get take Vada vocal and me take cartel vocal, them man then never really I try come there when he did it. Okay, so then this is where it started to get shaky between him and the artist. It wasn't getting shaky between nobody. Hear what this is what put me in the awkward position, fam, to this mm -hmm. day. This is why I think is the reason for the group splitting is because at the end of the day. I had to be mediator for a lot of hypocrisy. Mm. Whether it was him not feeling them or them not feeling him and me being the neutral man in the, in the middle, that's, that's obviously not perfect either. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? But trying not to pick any side and trying not to be political, trying not to try to make things just work. So if, sorry, if me have to get the vocal, fuck it, I'll get it. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? I'm not have to tell you, say, the money must say, dog, we could do it in the morning when I just me and you. Me not have to tell you that. You know what I'm saying? I'd have to tell you that. Me not have to tell the man them say. I mean, I never have to, I shouldn't be the one telling Bling Dog say, you tell him to come to the studio and um, when he reach you inside, tell him say, you know, daddy. When he drive off, you drive out. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. You never want to work on the song with the man. You should just tell him, you know what I'm saying? But I know my job to tell them that or tell the person, me just take the vocal. You see me, and I actually got backlash for that too, fam, because I took Bling Dog's vocal on the left side, they want to put it out, and then Bling Dog was mad at me, like, say, yo, why am I taking vocal and I put it out? And it wasn't even me, never know. So the dog drive out on the program and never want him to do it. So. We just got in the middle. Yeah, and them thing there, you get me, I said, dog, you know, we're not afraid of no man. So when I put my money going on talk, and at the end of the day, it's the truth mm -hmm. of what happened. So stuff like that was happening, bro, but nobody really knew. At all, you get me? I say, because at the end of the day, that's what team do still, fam. They just balance thing and rig. And I say, me real to the dog. Me not tell the man where he must need that or where he do. And at the same time, me not about the bro team vibes and say, dog, you know, say the man, them and say, yo, psh, they more like me a man even in there. And likewise, that's my friend, me cool with him. Me not really feel like, me not, me not gonna jump and assume, say, is in personality. Me just feel like say, all right, then me bun weed, I'm up early, so the man them just a pick for do the time with me. But over time, I realize say, okay, you know, all right, then I mean the man them a constantly check. Mm -hmm. I mean the man them a constantly. Is me call for go up with our car about this, our car about that. Is me I be the man them the show for cartel them do a free show for me up a Stone Hill cartel elephant them a Marshall do a free show for me. So you know what I mean. In other words. Nobody now for me to fabricate or act or telling a story and make up or try to make it look like nobody there. Pixar dog or what go on. You get me? I just mm -hmm. 
how things unfold and how a man power, one man smoke, one man no smoke, one man ray ray. You see me, man feel like say, yo, why you put out three song and all away? You see me, the really name at you done at why you put out three song. In other words, think about it now. If an artist advice for muscle, mm-hmm. and muscle are at already, and muscle like I put out a juggling, but muscle want three song on it and every artist advice one. You give yourself three times the chance to eat more than anybody else, which anybody could argue and say there's nothing wrong with that. It's our shit, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But then, you know what I mean? Signs where I never read. Like, I had half a song and I was content. And maybe I shouldn't have been. You get me? I said, maybe I should have been like, yo, how come I have a whole song for myself? Which eventually I feel like after the frowns in upon the first rhythm, or I don't know if maybe the dog did feel like, maybe he did know, because by the second rhythm, him offered me and said, yo, you don't want to do a song for yourself on the beat. Got you. But people around me were telling me, say, I just the dog want to own a song then. Mm-hmm. You see me? But I never believed them. Because we did a song on it together. You understand? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you know what I mean? I mean, they are taking the talk from nobody, really, bro. But, and, 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 and to be honest, at that point, I don't even believe people neither. Mm-hmm. I like that. I had no problem with it, my G. So, it was not like the dog was doing anything sinister. Or but, I just try to show you how things were unfolding. So that through timeline of this recollection, people can go, okay, so. It's not like no man was the pussy just all of a sudden or something. It's like, all right, and over time, some small little things just take time and then people start to make decisions that lead them towards here what we're going to end up doing or things are a little separate now because these things happen. But it's not like nobody was no, you know, mm-hmm. big pussy in the music. But there were some little things that were going on that, you know what I mean? So people might think things happen suddenly. It doesn't. It moves. <laughs> It, it's a it's a little bit here, a little bit there, and that the little bit turns into something big. Yeah, for sure, for sure, and that's kind of what was happening to the dem time already. But it was, you know, well crafted as usual, and you know, I mean, to be fair to us too, as two young kids had third at rhythm in a row, managing hotness, managing all these things and thing and this ray and these money and this ray and thing and also people who just want to run in, everybody want to record now. You're trying to maintain quality control as a young youth, you know what I'm saying? You might not do it the full right way, but you know, you know where I try to, but you know, maybe you don't know if it related properly to people. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I never really thought, you know what I mean? In other words, if people have said that, but you're pussy for your power on the man and they must say certain things. Yeah, but I never really thought it was any real deep emotions I just figured yo you know we are dealing with a lot of success and people are fucking running in bro people are being fake people are trying to rob money people are trying to get over on the thing people are trying to just fight without you knowing them and send file people are trying to just come do a combi now when, when we did when we never had you wouldn't even look for it you understand mm-hmm. I didn't blame him for some of his reactions to people because I really thought some people were overdoing it too you know what I mean mm-hmm. But as them said, dog, you must stand up and watch people do things to people and feel like it can't happen to you, you know? Mm-hmm. It's so, just a matter of when is it going to be my turn? In most cases. You can't say, oh, we don't want to be absolute, but in most cases. And, mm-hmm. you know, I think after them time, they're reading, I think we were still in a good place, you know what I said? But it's like a few little things started happening with people and people, and, you know, it started to get a little bit more tense, you know what I said? Like, cause especially because the studios were always at my house. Mm-hmm. You understand? So it's like yeah, over time, you know, I, it just I would be dealing with the brunt of it, fam. I would have to be dealing with the brunt of it because studios at my house, I'm hearing both sides, and 
you know, that's kind of what was the, the whole dilemma that kind of led to that thing. But it, it was there through the whole of the rhythm, them, them time. And then after that, now with the drop draws, with mm. Vegas, at Galena fight over, man. Mm-hmm. And then now we're moving studios and we move again to another place where I was. And then, um, you know, more, it's like more bickerings happened after the third rhythm, bro. Like, mm-hmm. You know? But this is where this is where I jump in now. Mm-hmm. Around this same time here, we had booked a show with this is supposed to be you guys' first time in Canada. Left yeah. side, let's go. You guys are hot. You guys have out all of this stuff here. Now you guys are putting out all the artists. Everything was supposed to work out. The only thing that was wrong with that show and i'll take full responsibility because it's my name signed on that contract yeah (laughs) instead of thing there you guys had in the contract it was requested um first class tickets it was either two or three i can't remember yeah what we had done the team now we had sent regular tickets again we didn't really know this was our first contract that we were dealing with and that right there caused a big problem that's why if anybody knows you guys did not show up Right, and that was huge for me, fam, because at the end of the day, um, that was huge for me because, you know, for a couple of reasons, you know, and I hope that the fans and the listeners can understand because that actually start one of the major arguments that put you upon like an arguing zone. Mm-hmm. Like from your show, I didn't even know it was your show until tonight, mm-hmm. but from that show, it forced me to have to confront him in a less than civil way. Before it was always like, yo bro, come on man. Dog, you know, we can't do that or let's do that. Or we'd argue it out to a point, but like this 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 time it really bugged me because we were seeing like, you know, changes due to money, like, you know, unwillingness to do certain things, unwillingness to do certain dub play for free for radio man, you know, certain things and then willingness to do it to certain show unless the money raise. We don't have a problem with doing not doing certain things with the money raised, but dog, you gotta stretch about the radio man them and the people them and give them the dub them. And you have to sing for free same way for a couple of people, dog. You can't just switch off some. Mm-hmm. So we're having those little problems and things and then of course, you know, we're having a few other little scenarios. You know what I mean? Like I wouldn't get it to death, but it's like, you know, with other people who are around us, just things that I'm seeing, you know, the dog get up having problems with other people and stuff that we shouldn't really have problems with and the way it's being handled, you know, money solves everything. Let's just pay for this, let's just do that, let's pay. You know, money solving everything now, and, you know, it, it, we can't, you know, we have to start with some separate projects because sometimes the money, dog, when you split it, it's like, you know, Ray, Ray, Ray says, like, there's a little bit, you know, people get addicted to money and things and, you know, feeling that it solves everything. And when you wake up to a bank account, you don't really feel like you need to take that from anybody. Mm-hmm. So upon your show now, I fucking needed the money mm-hmm. from a standpoint that I had a kid, it's two years at my house and the dog just signed a big record deal behind my back with Jeremy Harding, which they made me think we got contracts and he made me think that he wasn't going to sign it. Mm-hmm. 
I read the contract and it, it tied us in for like some, I don't know, three years with some, or two years with some ridiculous sunset clause. I know the sun still has set to pussy it. <laughs> that that me that try to tell you. Anyhow, you sign that. And, and me not talk, no, me, me never talk, no, a fox me talking about. Because me, in other words, to be fair to the G2, me and him have had conversations as bigger man since then. And, you know, we've apologized and he's apologized. And he tell me about that contract. Then I said, dog, what that me do? Yeah. You understand? So... I know, and like a fuck me at all for me a chat no man. Any man can watch this or play this back for any man, bro. Around the time of the contract, we both got contracts. And a man said, You read the contract? And I said, Bro, you know, me as the man we're kind of more diligent than the business, but I'm read the contract for me. I said, That no look good. Nigga got the sun setting on us for about how much years? Mm. The year after you don't manage 15%, the year after that 12, the next year 10.5, the next year 9.5, the next year 8. Uh, 15 years after the man don't manage it, still are big in your pocket. Uh. Mm-hmm. He said, bro, this no look good, we can't sign it. Man, them, him say, yo, bro, but the man never said, if we don't really sign to Germany, we can't get the deal. Because mm-hmm. Germany admin the deal, I want to the case, which is understandable, I understand it totally. Mm-hmm. Who could go to the man and ask him about the sunset clause and the thing? Them, you see what I say? But Jeremy, them don't tell him about the money and the studio and the thing them we're going to get. So, tell me, he said. Why, dog? I don't know about it neither, bro. I'm going to go up there talk to him about it still. Mm-hmm. So, me say, yeah, dog, you have to talk to the man about that car. Like, seriously, bro. And he's like, man, want everything. Like, it was a 360 contract management. But he was getting a deal for a label to put out his Dr. Eva album. And then I left side and Esco album. Mm-hmm. So I was like, yo, sure, that's good. Congrats. You know me. I say, yeah, I make a big food and Ray, but I was grateful because it's like, okay, I felt like, you know, I'm, I'm being honest. I felt like, okay, the people that want to work with Dr. Evil and Esco, they want to work with. Mm-hmm. Then they were like, yo, but they want to work with left side and Esco too. Mm-hmm. But just want to try this first. I was like, hey, fuck it. I'm grateful at least. People interested in we know that the, from you, we're a group, so from you, at, we at, we have a song can sing. It's all good. You know what I'm saying? Little did I know that it seemed to me, from what I've been told from others around the scenario, as I say, I'm not saying this as fact. No man don't know the facts, because we don't really, no man don't come to the forum and talk about what exactly happened. This is what I hear from my sources and do from my mans. Mm-hmm. It was made to look like I was the only one frozen by the contract. So when Craig was trying to make it look like, yo, he said, you have a sign it or what? He did already sign according to what I'm hearing. So he did already sign. So when Jeremy asked about me and the contract and me, I said, dog, they are telling him that Esco is having some reservations with the contract and thing. So, I mean, I don't have up Jeremy. Me and Jeremy, I'm still good to the day. I'm business, the man of blood clot. Do you get what I say? It's the business. But I didn't know that there was some big rush on the contract. And I didn't know that um, I was I was being painted as the one having a problem. I thought it was a general problem. And, you know, all right, nobody really want to sign this, but we have all talk about it. I would be the one that's more willing to sign it, if anything, because it wasn't even really about me. So I'd be getting on on a train. You understand what I say? Yeah. yeah, we are at artists and we have left side and Esco, but this is a different thing now. Labor gonna push some money forward and fuck. I don't care if I'm even getting no bag of food, dog. I just want you know, message riding up on the train and the whole thing. But it was made to look like they had a problem with the contract. Mm-hmm. 
So people who run, people who will, will remain nameless and artists who will remain nameless. Tell me, say, them dead in the night and Jeremy has a team say, oh, Escort takes so long for sign the contract and the man will say, yo, it look like the dog have a problem with it and Jeremy's like, all right, then well, like, what does Escort do? Why, in other words, he have a right to ask, like, okay, why is this man holding up the fucking deal? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Left side, I play forward upon the team. You are playing midfield. This money has scored a goal now. Why the fuck are you holding up a contract? I can see why he's asking that. So the money must say, yeah, of course, I don't know what was said after that. Cause I never got the entire details, but you know, obviously what was said wasn't favorable. Another man who was there said to me, say, little after that, Jeremy said to him, so what Escudo in the group? And I must say, yo, nothing really, just, you know, in kind of maybe go look the artist, the man thing, but I need everything. So, the man who tell me that same never like when he said that, you know what I mean? Um, but then at that point, Jeremy does the team say, yo, well, bro, if he doesn't want to do that, we'll just move on and do it thing. See me, so it's like, I never really want to sign the contract. The dog has signed the contract. How I know that the man signed the contract now is the man drive up to my ends in our Bima. Is it? So, imagine this now. You're a partner, Andre. Um, and thing, Andre. I mean, don't get me wrong, in a bro. I'm happy for him because I have a nice Chris White card to one thing. And we have a bit of money, so we, we're all saving towards buying a bigger car. So, when I see him pop on with the Bima, I say, Boom, buck, lad, dog. I say, Buy Bima. Man said, Come in the happy, me. I say, Yo, we could go, we could, we could touch the road in the dog. I mean, we'll flick out that the beams make two girls see me. The fuck, dear. You know what I mean? So he must say, no, you know, say I test drive me, I test drive it down, come and look on it. Mm-hmm. So I say, yeah, and he must say, yeah, man, Andrew Blacks, them link and thing and thing and Ray Ray and big up Andrew Blacks, you know. G that too, and you know what I mean? Linkage close from them time, and the man they put in real work. Mm-hmm. Um, so I say, yeah, Andrew Blacks, them link and real thing, and I test drive it and things. So I say, Lord, dog, yeah, what? Test drive, I mean, the album deal look like it's sweet. Then, man, when the food are coming and right, one said, Dog, you don't know, I don't know, you know, but when we get it, you know, I wonder if we can probably cut this, you know. That time the man done have the food in the dog, our studio, all that, everything, you know. I mean, you know. So, um, you know, things fly on and carry on from this and now on. The dog end up have a studio around this and now me find out now. You know, so the dog have a studio around the road and things. So I realize that things kind of get well separated, you know? Based off of them situations. But I'm still not frowns and things. And it, it, to be fair to the G, it did come around to me and say, dog, you know how I feel no way about this. You know what I say? Mm-hmm. Ray Ray Tiante, I just get the food and because I know me well want the food and thing And you see what I say? I know this stuff that this and that. I'll be real, you know. Man said to me, say, you know, say, this that's like evil thing. We never know how long it's gonna last. I'm gonna just take our food and just know, say, you're gonna race. So I never wrong the man at all. The right thing, the man said, bro. Fair enough. Then I try to tell you, say, he's not a bad person at all, fam. So it's like, when you check it out and how things happen, you have to just kind of just blame it on nature and life to, in a way, to, you know. I mean, certain deeper violations I won't go into upon this, but. Mm-hmm. The basic of it is like it's not a bad person either. Just things happen, and you know, so, some people have bad ways that don't make them a bad person. Okay. So anyway, 
man said to me at the time, yo, you know, we'll do a few songs with you on the album too and thing, you know what I mean? So it still be a whole vibe and thing and thing and I said, bro, so I said, yeah, man, everything good, my G, everything good, and you now we start with them thing, you know, and then we get your show, bro. This podcast is brought to you by www.twolinedmusica.com. <laughs>